Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death, episode 20, Afterwrath. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. Glad to be back. Yep, Nick, I am Nick, excited. Nick, where are you? Where, what is I the am blank in... void you're in? Well, yeah, I need to ask you something about this, Neil, actually. So I just had the room decorated, right? And I want to put some pictures behind me. Yeah. I thought, wouldn't it be really cool? I'm going to get some like artwork for the campaigns and that framed. But if I could just get, I don't know if you've ever done this before, just like, you know, your Discord picture, like a little headshot, uh-huh. you can sign it and then I'll just get it framed and put it on the wall behind me. I think that's going to be great. Yeah, so totally. You can send that over to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll print one nice. out. I'll send it to you. No problem. Thanks, bud. Nice. <laughs> a beautiful thing. It'll be, you know, like, you know, giant poster size, though. It'll just take up the whole wall behind you. <laughs> just send me the digital image. I'll choose the size. Thank you. <laughs> How are the rest of y'all doing? I'm good. I'm moving I'm on the 18th. <gasps> Getting fiber, internet. I'll have one gig up, one gig down. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so I'm excited. What about you, Corby? How have you been doing? I've been good. You know, just kicking it, <laughs> hanging out with the cat. Yeah. yeah. Nothing <laughs> Nothing bad happened. Oh, good. It's just a little case of the COVID for a little while. A you know, place, just yeah. a, spending a week in bed, rolling back and forth, clutching my head, going, Ugh! but you know, it's over now, so it's cool. Good. Um, Cool. So, where before we get to where we left off, does anyone have a pirate fact for me, or a seafaring fact, something pirate related? I have an interesting pirate fact, thanks to Dune Bug. Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear it? I'm a little nervous, but yeah, bring it on. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's like, it's like, a, it's almost like, it's like a two-page story. Uh, so there was this tiny little fishing village on the most southern tip of Ireland called Baltimore. Uh, and otherwise you would think it would be a footnote in history to tiny fishing village of no relevance, but it's actually pretty important because it was the seat of the, um, O'Driscoll clan who claimed to be the kings of the local area. Mm. And, uh, the English didn't like this. So they set up a, uh, a plantation or a colony there to try and like get rid of all the local Irish, uh, lords and stuff like that. And they all fled to Spain. And uh, about 30 years after the English moved in and set up a town. Um, it was actually raided by a Barbary pirate fleet. And pretty much everyone who lived there was enslaved. There's like all sorts of different accounts, you know, a chaotic mess. People say like 100 people were taken, 200 people were taken. Um, but mostly it was English settlers taken. Oh. And it effectively like just completely destroyed the town. Uh, basically, no one lived there for years. Everyone moved to the nearby town of Skibbereen. And uh, it was Baltimore was effectively abandoned. Uh, and another interesting thing about this is that this raid was the subject of a contemporary, like at the time, conspiracy theory that it was orchestrated um, <laughs> as basically like an ethnic cleansing by an Irishman, like get get the English out. Uh, now that might sound like absurdity because it was like Algerian pirates from like North Africa coming all the way to Ireland to do like a pirate raid. But there's two important facts. The pirates took slaves, so they made money, right? Because they brought them back and sold them. So, like, there's a financial incentive. And the pirate captain was Murad Rice the Younger, also known as Jan Jansun van Harlem or something like that. He was a Dutch privateer. He was enslaved by the Algerian pirates. He converted to Islam, became the captain, uh, the Grand Admiral of Morocco, this tiny little, like, pirate city. Uh, And he, like, declared independence from, like, the Moroccan Sultanate and all for like 10 years because he was just bored. <laughs> wow. uh, it's like Sigma energy of like the Age of Sail. 
uh but he supposedly he had found a um a catholic irish prisoner slave and he was like hey where's a good place to raid and the irish prisoner was like go raid that english town <laughs> so like, <laughs> go take those guys <laughs> um and this is all during like the 80 years war which was like a huge like conflict between the netherlands and spain and it was mm-hmm. all it like led to many like international treaties that like formed the foundation of europe for the next few centuries um i think it was like the treaty of oh god i can't remember the name of it but it's like one of the really important ones um so this was happening during all this so he was just like yeah i can go raid like a protestant town no problem wow uh and jan jansun actually had balls of steel himself fun little anecdote he would just go on adventures for fun out of boredom he would just go right we're going to greenland let's go boys uh and then go raid greenland um which is really really far away from the north coast of africa that is and he was, I think he was in the English Channel and he decided to stop in the Netherlands for supplies, even though he's like the most famous pirate of his day and is like highly <laughs> like sought after. But Morocco had just recently signed a treaty with the Dutch and he was basically like, diplomatic immunity, I've, I'm the Grand Admiral of Morocco, let me, let me dock. <laughs> <laughs> and so they had to let him dock or else break the treaties with the pirates. Uh-huh. Um, and while he was there, the local authorities brought his family to him, like his original family from before he was enslaved and converted to oh. Islam. And they were like, oh, look, your family's here. You should come back to him. And he was just like, no, and left. <laughs> <laughs> Do you leave them behind? Just like, peace out? Just left them. Yeah, he just left. But he also like recruited like a ton of local Dutch sailors into piracy which is like extremely illegal so he just basically walked into town broke all of the laws and then left not uh, a community the fact... out, bitches. yeah exactly he probably nice. deserves his own like little fact story but that's a little story about baltimore and how it relates to a really really famous barbary pirate who was dutch wow that is definitely worth five percent right there well done thank Good you fact. nice work i got i got a little story as well um it is about hold on one second uh it was about pierre legrand um who is a french pirate um who sometime in the 17th century shows up uh around tortuga um you know he's based in the caribbean and People really only know about one thing that he did and one thing only. Uh, it's not really known if he if this was like maybe even his first his first successful um, heist that he pulled off. But at some point, Pierre was like, "Okay, you know what? Me and this small boat of twenty eight men, we're gonna capture a Spanish galleon. Okay, a uh, huge, uh, huge ship of the Spaniards." Um, and so what he did as they were attacking was. Uh, in into his little boat with 28 men, he had one of his surgeons cut a little hole into his own ship so that the ship would sink so that his men would be inspired to attack because there would be no way to retreat ah. or to back out. So they would fight with their full hearts. Um, so they climbed onto the ship and actually somehow managed to conquer this huge, um, this huge galleon because the captain was uh, in his cabin playing cards, not paying attention. Um, managed the cap to capture the galleon, and after he did this, he was like, "I'm never going to pull off anything remotely close to this ever again. This is the <laughs> biggest size I could have possibly pulled off. I'm out. I'm done with piracy, and you never hear of him again. And the only thing that's known is that he might have immigrated to Canada afterwards. <laughs> Pulls off the biggest score of his life, and then just like pieces out. Yep. He's done. Walks Smart, away. Though. Yeah, yep. walk away with his life and his money. 
Yeah. Well done. That is also worth a good 5% right there. How do I... Hold on. I'm still confused by the XP curves. Um, what level are you presently? I am... Hold on. I'm level 5. So, get from 5 to 6. Sixteen thousand. So you get five percent of sixteen thousand. That is eight hundred experience. Add. Quick Real must. XP right there. Yep. Okay. Right. So, where last we left, the party had been traveling across a barren wasteland in the middle of this like gorgeous idyllic countryside. This one island in the middle of this collection known as Monshare had been completely wiped out, laid waste, flattened, turned to dust. And after 80 years or so, uh, nothing has regrown. You spent a day traveling across it, going around a deep, dry lake bed to the ruins of a city where you have reached the, the rim, where the wall has been crushed. You can see the rubble everywhere. The dust flows across, sort of giving semi-whiteout conditions, making it harder to see than a few hundred feet in front of you. Large stones weathered by time and mortar scattered about mark the edge of the city. Is the four of you on our map? You're like right around here. And your ship is on the other side of the lake, right over there. Everyone have their known spells and all their gear and everything. We are we ready for this? And it's been a little while. Yeah, um, uh, I think so. We've been uh, we've been traveling over the sun for how long, Neil? A couple of days. It's been a day, maybe a day and change. Yeah. So I think uh, we've got Seymour the monkey with us, right? I think I'm probably at the head of the party, having just spied like the outline of the walls and the distance through the the storming sand. Seymour's on my shoulder. He's pulled my cloak over his face to protect him from the sand. Sorry, go ahead. Should, should I maybe use some healing self, seeing how I'm, in, I'm a bit damaged? Probably, yeah. I, I used one of mine mm. to get myself back up. Do I even how have many do we have left? Me? Um, how many do we have left? I got I've two got, on me. I've got ten more. Okay. I've got a full nine stack on me. Oh, one, basically. One okay. heals for how much? Nine, up to nine HP. Okay. okay. I'll use okay. one. I don't have a healing self anymore. Just a heads up. Okay, I'll give you one. I take. I drop myself down to nine. Yep, taking one. Um. Yeah. So I spot the I spot the stone wall in the distance, and I I go to shout out, but there's too much like sand in my mouth. <laughs> Get the sand out. Take a drink of my water. I see it. I see something in the distance, through the sand. Finally, we've made it. This place is awful. Let's go. And um, I start trudging through the sun, hoping my crew will follow suit. This place is the exact opposite of being out on the sea. I fucking hate it here, Captain. Can we get out of here? There better be something inside this city. I haven't trekked through this desert wasteland for two days for nothing. It really is awful. You reach the edge of the wall, the demarcation point between the ruins of civilization and the desolate wasteland around you. It's a fairly clear line that once there was a large wall that ran around this city and has just fallen down. You come to the point, like the threshold 
of the city line of this ruined wall. Must have once stood 30 feet tall. Now it's maybe, you know, five feet high at its highest point. The whole thing just crumpled and flattened and spilled out, but still forming a nice, neat ring. Wait, it looks like the whole... It doesn't look like it's been hit by something and collapsed in certain places. It just looks like the whole thing is just... Every Yeah, the whole thing is just collapsed. The entire wall, 100% of it, has been reduced to rubble all the way around. So is there like a little ramp of rubble that we could we would climb up to get to the top of the five feet? I wouldn't call it a ramp, but yeah, you would scramble up yeah. the stones. Mm-hmm. All right, I mean, I think that's what I do. I uh, go to try and get a better look, hopefully find some shelter from the sand. Mm-hmm. You can scramble up the dusty steps and look out over the ruins of a city. There are some areas where you can see must have been the streets because the rubble piles are you know, thinner here and areas where this must have once been a large building because the rubble pile is much taller. But there's nothing that resembles even remotely a standing structure. Is everything reduced to five feet? There are some sections that are larger. Um, As you look out into the middle of town, what must have been maybe the central castle or maybe a grand cathedral or something rises larger than five feet. Um, You can almost make out the the scale of buildings just by the pile, the size of the rubble pile they left. So looking over the destroyed town, um, I turn to the group and say, so Nelrim, is this what you want to come out here for? Well... It seems like everything fell down, so there must be something under it, right? Bring a pickaxe, I say to the group. I pat my bag. Luckily, Archie's got big hands. Yep, that's gonna have to do. (laughs) So, let's go to the biggest building, right? Most likely to be a keep or a church or something like that. You can make your way across the ruins of the city until you come to what is a large rubble pile out front of which is an area of relative flatness. Um, An area that must have been like a town square or some sort of garden maybe. An area that didn't have any stone or any structures and is now just sort of small tiny little waves of sand and dust. Um, From here you can see there's a big pile, large pile of rubble before you and some other piles over there. There's a couple of Um, areas where the rubble is thin enough that it must have been like a walkway or a street or a boulevard of some kind you can almost see that like this was a ringed um, flat zone with like five spokes of streets coming off of it one towards Mm. the lake one towards the sea uh, two to the north and the one that you came through on to the south is there any bodies skeletons or anything like that Would you expect there to be bodies? It's been like 80 years. You look at well, you, you don't see any skeletons or any, any bodies. Oh, I'm worried about... You know, the last time we went to a place the White Prince mm. destroyed, there was uh, skeletons everywhere that rose up and tried to kill us. Yeah, there were skeletons in that last place, but this one doesn't have any. You don't see any corpses, but maybe they're all under the rubble. Hmm. So this oh. little flat... Air, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Sal. I'll turn to Nilram and say, uh, would you, do you think there would be any lingering magic here that would be worth looking for? Well, uh, who's the Astaire touch this land? I would be, I would be shocked if there wasn't any lingering magic left. 
So yeah, I'll uh, I'll de detect uh, cast detect magic and start looking around. You do notice sort of the low-level background magic that pervades the whole area. It's got that tone of it that this is, you know, the remnants of some great magic once upon a time, and there's just like a little bit of field still persisting. But one thing does stand out against this background radiation. Uh, you can see this sort of like stands out as like a violet hue to you. This, uh, this violet maybe conjuration magic um, from a rock kind of nearby. Maybe 30 feet down one of these spokes. I'll, uh, I'll tell the group about it, that there's a lingering background radiation and that there is some source of strong magic down the road that way. Archie has no idea what the fuck background radiation is and you're going to have to explain that to him. Uh, it's like, you know, when you fart in a room, and, uh -huh. and then you and then you leave. Uh huh. It, it, the smell could be there for minutes after you leave. It's the same. Oh magic. yeah, it could. Oh yeah, it could. Got it. Okay. What? So, so what does that mean? Is it safe? Is it gonna smell? Well, you know, <laughs> I have no idea how magic works. I just do it. So, uh, is it safe? I don't know, Captain. We're in the middle of a desert uh, where everything that was alive perished. The water in our veins could be getting sucked from us as we speak to each other. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it seems like everything we do isn't safe. Next time, say, I'll just say yes, it's safe, okay? <laughs> you said it was conjure, conjuration magic, right? Uh-huh. Um, what would Nilrim know, I guess? like, Can you give me some examples of like what conjuration magic would be? Hmm... Do conjuration like would magic, magic cube be a conjuration magic? Uh, I'd have to look that one up myself. Is it not like monster summoning and stuff like that? Yeah, um, it's Corvin's frosted cubes would be enchantment. Conjuration is usually when you're bringing something from one place into another, like monster summoning Got is it. a great example of it, um, or maybe like a. Uh, to do some sort of like Summon minor insects. gateway or a, a portal type spell is usually that sort of thing. Um, there are some other use cases for it. Summon, so with this, summon. I guess Nilrum assumes that it's it is a conjured being, um, but it's just a rock, correct? Or it appears to just be a rock. Uh, yeah, it sounds like you guys are walking towards this thing yeah. to inspect it, and you come oh, across this. If he's saying that it might be a creature, we might stop before we get too close to it. We're going to stop before we get too close because I'm probably just going to magic missile it. Okay. You can get to maybe... You were 30 feet, so maybe you close halfway. Just, you know, scoot forward a little bit to get a better view. Um, and what you see here is a pile of rubble, much like the other piles of rubble around. Um, it all has this sort of sandstony color, except for this one rock. Um, you can only see, like, the very end of it sticking out, just a, just a smidge from the rubble around it. But this rock is more like a granite gray color rather than the, the tawny sandstone color of the rest of this place. Okay, I'm going to tell the party, let's go 100, 100 yards back. I'm going to magic missile it because I can do it within 100 yards. Um, and my reasoning is magic missile won't do any damage to something that is just like, you know, like a lock. I don't even think it'll do damage to a rock or like a window pane. It'll only do damage, I believe, if it's like a creature. So, 
We're gonna go a hundred yards back. And, I, I'll uh, ask. Um, I'll ask Neil. Is it possible that a magical creature could resist magic missile as well? Um, no. Um, if it's a magic creature, it will take damage. Missile. Okay. You're not wasting your spell here, Nilrim, right? It's just one. <clears throat> Inanimate objects, locks, etc. cannot be damaged by the spell, and any attempt to do so wastes the missile to no effect against the creature. Uh, against creatures, each missile inflicts 1d4 plus 1d. Can... So, hmm? What if... Can inanimate magical items be damaged by this? What if this is a useful item? Or a cursed item? It says creatures. Oh, well. And no one would know. Um, your assessment of it is that, spot on. Yeah, yeah. only creatures okay. can be damaged. So. Like, you might be able to rip a piece of paper with it, but you wouldn't do damage to a door or, like, a pane of glass. Yeah, S Sale agrees with this plan. I'm on board. Cool. We go uh, 100 yards back, and I cast um, Magic Missile at it. Three darts of 1d4 plus one shoot out. Please roll me damage. Uh, here's 3d4, and then add three to that. Nice. Your missiles streak from your spot and strike the rock. A little gust of wind brings up some dust from the surrounding area, and as it blows past, see that nothing has changed. Everything is much the same as it was before. I say, oh, look, you killed it. Doesn't seem like it's um, an actual creature. Let's, uh, let's go check it out. Can't see fucking shit out here with this goddamn sand, Captain. I have no yeah. idea what the fuck just happened. Get up there, Archie. Clear the rubble away. Let's see. Get a better look at this rock. Right. I usher him forward. Yeah, I walk. Um, I'll walk. <laughs> I think Nilrum will be the one who handles the magic object. He's pretty confident that it's not actually anything bad, and he doesn't want Archie breaking whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, so he'll have he'll usher Archie over, and hopefully Archie can help him out. Um, with the stuff around it, but Nilrim is going to have the initiative to grab it. Yeah, no, as you get up to it, though, you notice that this, this rock here is cracked now. It has been damaged by your missiles. Uh, I'm going to put fractured. my hand next to Archie and stop him and whisper uh, to the captain. It seems like the it is a creature, and it is taking damage intended. I think it might be a trap. I think... Uh, we better let me handle it. All right, let's go back. You can just keep shooting it, right? Yeah. All right, guys, back up. Hope so this thing back. isn't friendly. Here's uh, another 3d4. Mm -hmm. Shooting another one. Plus three, so four, seven. Oof. Okay. You're it's, at a, a great uh, range, too great of a range to notice any difference. Okay, I'm gonna do let's one more. here. Yeah. 11. All right. You hit, you've done 28 points of damage to this thing by now. That's right. Now, uh, dead, let's go check. It's dead, Norm? Let's go check it out again. Okay. But don't we get head too back close. Over. And, uh, yeah, we'll head back over. Yeah. You get back up to it, and you can see that that gray, granite-ish thing that was sticking out is just completely crumbled away now. It's still radiating magic, I ask Sail. Uh, How long is tech magic for? One turn? One, you think that was within that's 10, 10 minutes? minutes? Yeah, this has been ten, within yeah. 10 minutes. Um, you can see Sail from, from standing up, because it's on the ground, but from standing up, it's just crumbled and you don't see any magic there. Um, there is a, a gap 
where those stones once were before they completely crumbled. So you could probably look. You got down low and close to it. If you got like really close to it and down low, you might be able to see through that tunnel to see if there's anything remaining in there. But I don't know how if you feel safe doing that. It'd be dangerous. Uh, uh. Probably fine though. If the DM's suggesting it. <laughs> Captain, I believe there's a hole you could look into. <laughs> I'll, what do you uh, mean? I'll ask Archie to grab my legs, and if I scream, pull me, <laughs> and I'll go and look <laughs> at the hole. <laughs> Wait, is it that, is it that big of a hole that he has to like squeeze into though? Like go spelunking. Okay. There's you know stones around okay. it, but it was on ground level. You'd have to like get your head down to the floor. Oh, all right, so we get next to it. I'm gonna tie my rope with a nice sailing knot around Sail's leg, mm-hmm. and I give the other end of it to Archie. Listen, all if right. there's something bad in this thing, and breaking this has just released it. I'm gonna kill every single one of you, okay? Oh, if I you survive, it. if you survive, Sail. I get down to the ground. I look in the hole. I eagerly stick my head in it. You can see that there is some sort of staircase back here. That this the hole that you're looking through runs maybe three or four feet until there is a uh, like a clear downward step of something. Uh, there's is rubble like all around a, it, but you see so a really... very big hole. No, no, no. It's about gay big. You know, and we see like a block. real staircase, though. Yeah, because you you can see the hole. three or four feet in that the ground. Um, dips down, and whatever this was, that the stone block here that is now crumbled, seems to have crumbled and fallen down this staircase in a way that um, reveals that there is like a, a gap back here. Okay. It's not like a smurf staircase, though. It's like a real staircase that we're hearing through a hole. Yeah, I mean, it, okay. your view is pretty shitty, so... But it doesn't yeah, look like a smurf sure it staircase. It wasn't like a staircase that was like this big. No, 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 no. Okay. It doesn't seem to be like a, a leprechaun staircase or anything. What do you see, uh, Sal? I'll, I'll describe what I see. I see a staircase. I'll, uh, can, would, if I were to like toss a torch in, would I get a better view of what's going on in there? Like a lit torch? Definitely, yeah, because there's no light in there whatsoever. Tossing a torch down there would definitely shed some light on the situation. I'll turn back to the captain and say, it looks like stairs, but I can't see very well. Pass me a, pass me a torch. All right. I uh, check my inventory for a torch. I assume we would have that kind of like... No? Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't have a torch. Okay. Anyone bring light with them? I will cast light in the hole. Excellent. Uh, Alright. Cast away. Cast down a rock or something so you can take it with you. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, I'll... I'll uh, Out of character. I'll cast it on my rapier. And then, like, Ooh. stick my rapier. Oh. And then stick my rapier in the hole. Ah. Um, your rapier can shed light on the situation. You see that there is this, you know, large piles of rubble that is where you're looking into, um, but it appears to be that the rubble has, like, solidified in such a way that is semi-stable uh, and that there is a, a bit of, like, a rise. Whether, whatever this thing was that is now destroyed and dead and, like, crumbled has left a bit of a void, a bit of a cavity within this rubble that allows you to see there's indeed a down staircase that leads underground here. There's a lot of rubble around it, but there's definitely, you know, a small section of void, maybe just big enough that you can put your head through. You probably couldn't fit your shoulders or your hips through. You'd have to remove some rubble to get there, but it's definitely a proper staircase. Okay, I'll relay this information to the party, that there's a stairs down there, and 
We could maybe go down it if we cleared some rubble. Come on, Archie. Help me out. All right, and help you out I will. And uh, you want strike checks or anything? Uh, Nick, I and think you're muted, by the way. I am muted. Yeah, yeah thank you. There's uh, lots of time here. No need to do checks. You just It's just a matter of time. Um, there, some people are going to be clearing this. Is it... Are all four of you working on it? Is someone keeping watch? Are two people keeping Norman watch? Norman Archie will be working on it. I'll keep watch. So the three of them can work. Okay. I take out my spyglass, put a foot on like a, a rock or something. Look out across the town, make sure that we're safe. Yeah, give me While a perception crew. check, Nick. Uh, with advantage or? Yeah. I mean, it's a, the, spy, the spyglass, right? Spyglass would work if you're trying to see fine detail far away, but not if you're trying oh, I, uh, to generally notice something. Well, I'll yeah. roll it with advantage, and you can interpret it how you how you sure. want. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got twenty. Okay. Not but the dust in the wind out there. <laughs> Maybe fifteen minutes later, um, enough rubble has been cleared away that a a small passage, big enough for one person to fit down could has been opened um, that leads down these stairs without going down it but putting your rapier through you can see that at the base of this staircase is um, a door there's still some rubble down here but there's a, a large set of double doors like bronze doors here and this is odd this it's is this is not that odd it looks very much like a crypt or some sort of dungeon or some sort of protected basement area. The building that this is attached to is like right near that big center circle area. So this could be maybe like the crypt of a church or maybe like the, um, the storehouse for a castle. Uh, whatever it is, it's like built underground, maybe to keep it cold, maybe because it doesn't need light, maybe because you don't need to have people in there. Um, but it's wealthy enough that it's got large metal doors on it. So All right. Yeah. And are these the are made out like... of bronze. Or at least they're plated in bronze. You know, they could be solid, could be plated. Are the, all right, all right. Uh, is there any Sorry. Like, religious decoration on the doors, like ornate things or... Not from no, just what you can see out here. Uh, you'd need to... Someone would need to crawl down this hole to get to the door. Captain, are there any traps? Can you find and remove them? Yeah, well, got to do everything around here. I uh, crack my knuckles and I pull out my thieves' tools, and I'm gonna um, check the stairway for traps, and then I'm gonna check the door, and then I'm gonna try and unlock the door if it's locked. You don't need to make the check for the the stairway. You're confident this stairway has no traps on it. It is just That's broken sick. rubble, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, you can squeeze down this little passageway. Uh, it will bring you to the door itself. Mm-hmm. You'll be all alone, and you'll be in a tight quarters down here. Yeah, but they're, they're right behind me, right? Yeah, and yeah, I'm, right surrounded, I'm surrounded by stone on all sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good. Mm-hmm. It's not like I, it's not like me to rush into danger, so I'm probably fine. Yeah. Um, uh, I asked the captain if he wants to swap rapiers, because mine has the light. Uh, is this shedding enough light down here for me to do my work? With sail holding, I don't want to give him my good rapier. If he stands over your shoulder and holds it like a, a son holding a flashlight for his dad, yeah. It's all right, Sal. Come, just come down. Hold it over my shoulder. 
All right. Yes, this uh, finding traps is delicate work. I consult my thief skills and I see. Oh. My find remove traps is quite impressive. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I rolled off my fails. Yeah, it looks old. There <laughs> couldn't be any traps here. What? I mean, come on. I'm Did pretty sure. Last uh, that long? I'm pretty sure there's no traps, but sail. I'm not strong enough to pull these things open. Should we give it a go? And uh, I take a few steps back. <laughs> here? Ah, <laughs> uh, Captain, there's no traps. Why? No problem. I'll like, crack my fingers. But I'll hesitate for a second and like look at him. At this I time, no room's like, like coming down. Is he like. Thumbs up. <laughs> You're all good, buddy. Look at those muscles. Damn, you've been working out sail. Wow. I, yeah, I've been, been cranking, dude. Uh, so I'll, I'll try to. I'll attempt to open them. You realize, Sale, the reason he couldn't open it is he was trying to pull the doors into the rubble, and these doors push away from the rubble. You idiot, I say as I, I push the doors. Wow, brains on bro. Uh, the doors open with a loud creak. The one on the left, because it's a double set, uh, only opens a few inches before it gets stuck. The one on the right swings most of the way open before it hits against something. Your rapier sheds light into a room. There is a corpse at your feet. Um, the bones, well, the flesh on this is ripped and torn, and it's clear that the legs on this thing are broken. There's even still a, a large stone that has dislodged itself from the ceiling, landing on it. Before the skeleton, outstretched, is a book um, and a quill and a, you know, an old, uh, what do you call these things? Like an old jar of ink that is Ooh, open an and like you know mm. uh, dried out by now. No Milrin ink left will in it. Attempt if he sees it. Which I, you want a perception check or anything? No, you can see this. Yeah, if you're everyone's Milrin's squeezing down guy. here. So he soy dives and he's like, oh, a book. Wait, wait. <laughs> does that mean? There. Does that mean that we all have to go into the room though for Nilrum to get? Yeah, because Nilrum's above you, so he's like looking yeah. over your shoulders. So when the door opens, he can see the book, and it sounds like he shoves through you guys, whoa, whoa, pushing whoa, okay. the party into no, the room. No, hold up, hold up, style. Wait, do I have to push them? Sorry, I wouldn't have pushed them through. I thought there was a little oh, yeah. more space. No, no, it's a tight like, corridor. Between them. Real tight. Okay. Yeah. And in All the right. room beyond, is there a bit more room? Oh, yeah, lots of room down I'll here. Say, um, I'll say, I'll say, Sale, can you hand me the book? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll tentatively I'll step forward. Reach out my and, uh, I'll see if there's, like, a name on the front of the book or some sort of words. The book is currently stuff. split open, like, um, you know, and the, the hand of the skeleton is resting on the book with the quill right next to it, like the person died writing on the, the book. So you can close it or, you know, like, turn it slightly to see the cover. Uh, and the cover uh, well, says... I'll, well, if, if it's like that, I'll just kind of grab it and, like, try to read, like, the what's on the page and then hand it back. You'll note there are two scripts on the page. One is very orderly and neat and has like lots of rows. Um, you can read, so you can see that it's a, a list of names and like numbers associated with them. And then there is a second script that is like scrawled on top of it that is much more sloppy and sometimes like intersects with itself, intersects with the other things, making it very difficult to read what's going on here. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll say, it, I can't tell what it is. Uh, looks like names and I'll hand it back My hand to no room. Looks like he was in a no, hurry. Close the book. Read the front cover. Book of the Dead. Open the book and start from the first page and he's just gonna 
kind of get out of the way and start reading. It looks like a registry of tombs. Um, you'll have like, this is this, you know, tomb number 35 has this person in it. And then like a slightly different script, a little bit smaller. And this person was added at this date. And it like, it goes through and lists where you can find all of the dead people who are He'll buried down here. That He'll flip to the back of the book and he's going to start flipping through pages until he finds like the last page. Yeah, you find the page with the scrawled writing on top of just the registry of who's here. Um, and you're a smart cookie, and you've got time, right? We're not in a, a rush situation. If you step out into the light and study this, I, I'll read it to you. But as Nilrum is deciphering the script, what is everyone else DMs. doing? Ooh, yeah, I'll, let me type it out because I, I have it handwritten. Is it uh, a big deal? Is it something that I'm probably going to want to make a choice on to share with the party or no? All right, yeah, you give it to me. What are the rest of you guys doing? Uh, I'm mostly peering further into the darkness, holding my sword above for light. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting. on edge. This whole place is really creepy. I don't like it, and I feel like I'm going to be ambushed by, like, a snake or a scorpion or a mummy at some point, so I'm just holding up my fists and looking around. <laughs> Nothing you can't punch. Nope. Um, I think I'm, like... I'm not pushing him into the room, but I'm sort of like slowly like nudging Sail like forward. Into oh yeah, the room, I, you know? I would have stepped into the room because it has way more space if we're okay. If you step in, I will follow in as well, and I'll probably be just trying to get a look at what Nelrim's reading. I'm not stepping far in though. Specifically, like I get the feeling that the guy was like trying to write something as he was dying, so I want to. I'm not interested in all the names. I'm trying to see the whatever he's written. But you said it's hard to read, and I'm probably looking at it upside down. So. Maybe I can't make it out. I'll notice the captain trying to read my book, and I'll be like, I'll read it to you, captain. Just let me, just give me a second. Mm-hmm. I guess I just look around the room now. Um, <clears throughs> Does this look this like a crypt? Very, yeah, this looks like the antechamber of a crypt. There's a, a large slab here where you would have a body that's being prepared or a body that people are coming to pay respects to before it's actually finally entombed. There's little... Um, altars tucked into the walls for various gods. You've got the four big gods, Astaire, god of law, god of order, uh, Martha, goddess of life and creation, Malchus, god of chaos, and most prominently is Verasi, goddess of death and destruction. But there's also small little shrines for Matrigal, goddess of family, the hearth, the hoe, I'm sorry, that's hope. That's, uh, that's, that's interesting. The, the, the other temples yeah. in the uh, in the Dardens, do they... Are they purely to a stair, or do they? You have, have not like been statues? in a single temple here. I guess not. Yeah. Yeah. But the Astaire temple is just basic. The Astaire um, statue is smaller than the Barassi one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nilrum's been to temple before. Or is it all Astaire? That's true. You would have been to a temple in Rangoon. Um, yeah. The there are small shrines to other deities. It's not like they are completely um, forgotten. Yeah, they're not forgotten or stamped out. But, you know, Astaire temples are sort of the, the centerpieces of society. Uh, and, you know, a big temple that's dedicated to Astaire will still have small shrines to all the other yeah. gods in him. And you might have, like, a small shrine to this god or that god on the side of a road somewhere. But, like, the big structures are usually uh, Astaire-based. That's what Anton plans, yeah. Well, with any look, whoever lived here... Uh, like the idea of burying that dead with their valuables. We could make our good here, lads. I will uh, consult the book, Captain, and find 
which ones have a last name? They're probably the one with... Yeah, yeah sure. What did that guy write when he was dying then? I say, like, kicking the skeleton a little bit. Nilrum starts to read. Um, while this is going on, Archie, you said you felt fairly uncomfortable here. What yep. are you, how are you dealing with that discomfort? Are you... Um, honestly, just staying in the light, looking around, and hoping that whatever we're doing here is over soon, because it's claustrophobic. It's, it's even more the opposite of being... I mean, like, I guess it's kind of like being under deck, but I know that above deck is not the waves and the sea and the breeze, but just sand, so I, I feel uncomfortable. I feel like the, the, the ceiling is going to collapse or something. I'm just looking around at all times, waiting for like an ambush or or something that'll that'll come around the corner, and just holding my fists up, looking around, kind of building myself up over the party to make sure that they don't get they don't get hit either. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty nervous. That, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Is the room bigger than the light radius? No, the room is maybe oh. 20 feet across, 20 feet wide, 15 feet deep. Uh, and then there are there's a passageway that runs forward, and then there's a small door. You know, I mean, regular sized door on the left and the right side. Yeah, I get my eye patch ready just in case I need to switch eyes in case we go into a shadowed area. but you might get a Yeah, no, I'm serious. All right, wait. What's it say in the book? Yeah. Clear his breath. Um. Uh, my food is here. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Her name is Bindi. She's a cleric of Martha. Oh yeah. She's just writing about how the White Prince is a monster. He came with cataclysmic winds and heat, um, and wiped out ten thousand people. Martha heard not her prayers, so <laughs> I looked to sail. I guess uh, she wasn't a big deal. Sounds more like of, uh, uh, more of the same that we already know. Sounds like your friend under the sea might like this book, so. Well, that depends. Does it say what he did? Uh, specifically, or just a general? Uh, has come, and there was a great and terrible heat. Cataclysmic winds. The earth shook, and I fled here. Her name is Benny the Cleric. Smashed the city, turned it into a desert. And, uh, Interesting. No one will start that. going... Oh, sorry. Didn't know that a stair could curse an entire island. No one will start flipping through the book. Um, we're Grey Robin, so... Any names interest me? Uh, noble names? Yes. Noble names, last names. Oh. Ah, yeah, they're, most of the names here are first and last names. They, they all sound fairly noble. This must be the crypt of a, maybe a castle or like an important church or something. Fuck wow. go. I feel great. Let's, uh, let's pick a go. Let's pick a direction and get going. They won't need it. It's been buried under here for how long? Using the book to guide you, you can walk through the tombs looking for the most important sounding people, the people that have the most honors and titles before their name. And sure enough, you come across body after body after body. And some of them have rings or earrings or jewelry or, you know, their funeral um, sheets had little uh, decorations on them that can be scraped away and tucked to the side. We take it all. I'm literally, yeah. once I start seeing stuff like this, I'm going to open, like, every tomb and we scan it for rings. What did we find? Treasure? 
Treasure, so much treasure. Right. No, with no consequence either. We're just taking all. We'll leave it. We get it for free. <laughs> yeah, it's great. My king already cleared this area for us. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> There's no concern that you might be disturbing the dead who have already suffered, and that Fuck you know. I'm planning to disturb them. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> no one here's uh, concerned that it might be okay. Cool, fuck them. No, yeah, fuck them. You start yeah, pulling shit em. off of people. You know, a couple of rings over here. That's a nice gold ring. Hey, this person just has like a bag of fifty silver with them. Oh my god, this person's got six bags of silver with them. We're rich, there, you know. We're rich. Are there any exquisite rings? Richer, Captain. Well, Richer. it's a big tomb. You spend, a, you know, the first half hour walking through this and pulling things off, and you haven't explored the entire thing. Uh, and at a certain point, you're going to have to have a discussion of how much time you want to spend here. Because you could probably spend maybe, I don't know, a day scouring this place, looking for things. Yes. That's the easiest money we've ever made in our life. I want to stay down here until the night, and then when it's nighttime, I want to go up. Nilrum's creeped out about tombs at nighttime, and he'll implore that to the captain. But during the daytime, I think it's probably safe. I would usually uh, rib on you for being superstitious, Norman, but given what happened last time we were in a place like this, I think it's probably wise. So, the first four rings that I get, going on the heart fingers, don't tell me if I got anything, but just tell me. Yeah, yeah, you start. Can I, can I find a big-ass necklace somewhere? Yes. Um, All right, I'm letting people wear the jewelry, but we will be... It's not fine as keepers down here, okay? We will be assessing this when we get back. Yeah, it's like, you know, pirates, they get new shit, they put it on. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. There are many big-ass necklaces. There's one that is, you know, uh, various links of different types of metal all banded together. There's one that has just, like, large chunks of crystal hanging off of it that are, like, decorative and um, braced or uh, accented with... Uh, silver um, ornamentations. Uh, What what style of big-ass necklace are you looking for, Archie? Um, Like a stopwatch? Giant clock? Yeah, the the closer it is to just like a big-ass fucking, like like big metal links, big gold links or something. I want, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a, a necklace of varying links. One of them looks like it's made out of silver. One looks like it's gold. One looks like it's tin. One looks like it's copper, bronze, brass. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That looks good. I want that. Right. It weighs like three pounds. It's heavy. Sick. That's based. Um, you else? Is it like I, a choker on him because of his giant neck? Any, no, it's designed to be big and handy. Yeah, massive. Yeah, okay. Nilrum will probably go a once-over before we go up, and he's going to be looking for, like, exquisite exquisite clothing, whether it be, like, an exquisite cloak, exquisite shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a quick look here. So you'll have about an hour and almost two hours of light down here before Sail's light spell wears off. Um, you can gather all the best jewelry, all the best you know wealth that you can find and stack it near the front until you have just like heaps and heaps of this stuff. You can find some crates and some boxes in those two side rooms that are like storage rooms just to help maintain the area that you can pile the treasure in. And when sales light goes out, you will have piled yourself maybe a um, hundred pounds worth of loot up here. 
and what, um, what percentage like of the place have we explored? You have not found. You have not explored the whole thing, so you don't know if it's five percent or ninety-five percent. Right? As long as there's yep. an unknown area, it could be, you know, <clears throat> forever. We we need to leave and go. Probably like a mile away, camp, and then come back tomorrow. When yeah, with light. more light, more light spells. Yeah, yeah. But I think stay in the city though, since there's provide some shelter from the sand, right? But maybe just on the other side of the city, away from this place. It seems what do you like think? Um, it seems like that's a fine idea. Yeah. Yeah. Because don't forget, the, who knows what's living out in these deserts? If we uh, camp in the open, we might be in more danger. Well, to be fair, I don't think there's anything living out in these deserts that's not a conjured being. Look at it. Ups. Yeah, well, maybe. Sandworms or some crazy shit. Who knows? Pancakes. The lady wrote it was a paradise before, so I don't... Actually, I, I think we should stay outside of the city. My reasoning, and you can disagree, you can make the call. My reasoning is this area was a paradise. Uh, gardens, reflecting pools, temples, music... There weren't sandworms here before. There shouldn't be sandworms just kind of coming out of nowhere, if that makes sense. This wasn't always a desert. If anything, the hardest place would be to stay would be here in the city. Does that make sense? I mean, if the, if the land changes, the animals change, no? It's not like just... Do they have to come from somewhere? Well... We can get into evolution one night, Captain, but I don't think 85 years is enough for Sandworm to uh, evolve and prosper here. But you're the Captain. You make the call. It's up to you. Um, well, first off, we close the door, Neil, on the way back out. That's that's point number one. Yeah, we get a rock and we're going to put it over it. Uh, you can close the door. You can, you can rebury the area if you would like. Good fucking... If we can, yeah. Point number two, I will ask the party. Do you guys feel safe sleeping in the city or on the sands? In terms of safe from the elements, a little bit of shelter oh. that's given by the buildings is probably... In general, enough. yeah. But uh, last time you... we stayed in the city destroyed by the White Prince. Uh, not very yeah. good happened. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get out Most... of the city and we'll just come back and pillage. I think Magic Man's right. Most scared of undead and sandworms? Absolutely. All right. That's fine. How, how big are sandworms? They sound tiny. Sandworm will die to my lightning bolt, probably. Yeah. Undead? I don't know. So once you've finished with the crypt and hauled the loot out, you still have many hours before the sun sets. Do you just fuck off, or are you going to wander around the city some more? Uh, I think right. we leave for an hour. Let's get, yeah, let's leave. We'll get an early night, and we'll go back, for, like, at first light. We were already pretty enough. Are we stashing the loot in the crypt? Like, we're not bringing it with us tonight? No, we're bringing it with us, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You head out to the desert. You make some sort of you know, uh, improvised shelters where you can, like, lay down and stack your backpacks in a way that you can breathe semi-normally and put some extra cloaks or whatever over you to sort of create a, a semi-non-dusty space. Nilrim is, um... Since we have a lot, you know, we have a lot of hours of daylight and stuff, we chose to leave early. I'm going to use my appraising efficiency, mm -hmm. and nice. uh, I'm going to do an appraisal check on all the shit. And I'm going to go through and 
you can tell me how many are like exquisite pieces that aren't harmed by you know you know what I'm for. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, want magic so. items. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> I'm like, I'm, uh, what the fuck, not dude? Bad. Hmm. Well, it's a lot of stuff. That's all old, and it's not like it's like whatever a, the buyer wants to pay, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like antiquated styles. Uh, when you're looking at the stuff, you're pretty much just separating it by its most by the material it's made out of. Because some of the stuff is like kind of fucking ugly, like you know, weird stylistic art that you're not into. Um, yeah. So would they have no like antique value though? Maybe no to the right shrug. buyer, but yeah. like on an open market. No one will shrug and be like, I don't know, this shit's probably just worth its scrap value. Mm-hmm. So you can separate it into like, you know, silver over here, gold over here, other metals over here, and uh, judge it based on like its approximate weight. Any and, platinum? Gems? Uh, no, you don't see anything of platinum in here. Um, it's no mostly metal. gold and silver with some copper and bronze and tin mixed in. It doesn't look like this is the the hall of an extremely stuff. wealthy you know, society. This isn't like the, the king's tomb. This is the wealthy people from a small town sort of people. Um, so it's mostly silver with some gold and then a bunch of other like little crap. Is there not any, like, <clears throat> rings with gems in them or anything like that? There are, yes. But the, the gemstones are kind of small. And mm-hmm. Nilram's looking at them, and at first you're like, oh my god, diamonds! All these wonderful things. And then on closer look, you're like, actually, I think this is just a quartz crystal that has been, like, cut and set into a gem, into a, a ring. It looks kind of like, you know. Mm. But you do you did end up with 100 pounds of loot, uh, and 80% of it is silver, 10% of it is gold, and 10% is other materials. That is uh, 80 pounds silver, 10 pounds gold. A pound is what, 50 coins? Mm-hmm. So 80 pounds is like 4,000 silver. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, the, if you no were more. to convert it straight to yeah, coinage, yeah. right? You'd you have, have to, you'd it have down. to pay something. But the... Yeah. You know, the, in theory, the the rings or the jewelry version is a little bit more expensive. There, there's inherent value in, in the jewelry. The work. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, um, you know, it we keep watches for the nights. Then it looks, Captain. We don't. I might not hey. particularly love this style, you know. But there's more down there. We'll go get. We're not finished yet. That's right. Yeah, so make night. sure to take a bunch of light spells. Yeah. Do you want me to take any detect magic, or will you handle that? Um. Take. Take some, and I'll take some. Okay, I'll do. I'll do two and three. Okay, I'm gonna take one. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna cast actually, one in the morning, Koi. I'm gonna learn one. I'm gonna cast one, and then I'm gonna relearn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how do we want to approach this crypt tomorrow? Do we want to do a systematic mapping of it, and then look for the richest tomb, or do we want to continue to just go to each room? I think we oh, just clean. from front to back. Is it is it complicated oh, enough that we would back. need need a map, Betho? or is it pretty straightforward? I don't mean like a like a, make a map. I mean just have a general idea, like oh, this is the really big chamber with like the columns and all the. I think we should people. do front to back currently because if anything happens, we'll already have loot on us and we'll be able to retreat without worrying. Good call. So I think front to back, which is kind of what I hope we've been. doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay. Does the night pass? The night passes without any problems other than, you know, problems of breathing because of the dust. 
I cast Detect um, Magic on all the loot. There's no magic loot here. But we should take our first break here and come back on the second side. More Tides cool. of Death. Right, sir? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our party wakes up the next day. No magic on the items, unfortunately. Big letdown here. Um, but you can make your way back into town. Rested, revitalized, knowing what you're doing this time. Make your way back over the wall, back towards the rough middle of town, towards the crypty area. It's still semi-buried as you left it the day, uh, previous day. It will only take you a few minutes to unbury it and re-throw open those doors. Once again, you're cast into darkness until someone produces light. I assume we would have cast a light before we went yeah. Sure. Yeah. You cast light on your rapier, and you return to looting the tomb. Norm runs down the halls with Detect Magic on. I'm going to be using my two rounds per level, aka ten minutes, to What happened to a front to back nice and slow? That is it's gonna be isn't it gonna be blocked by any, the like the lids of the sarcophagi and all that? I thought we had everything opened. I wanted to kind of go back through the places mm-hmm. that we've already been, just in case, like, because we were mainly pulling jewelry, just in mm-hmm. case we miss something. Just in case we mm-hmm. miss something, right? I'm okay. I'm gonna use my detect magic because we have two or three more to look at the shit that we may have missed. All of the stuff that's still open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take a look at the stuff you've already opened and you find no magic. No magic here. Do I see any magic um, anywhere else? Like any Mm-mm. doors? Cool. No. At first, it's nothing, nothing, nothing. And then as you get towards the back, down the end of the main hall, um, you do see one zone. Not like a magical item, but like a like a holy area, like a consecrated ground. Does this area look untouched? Um is this area magically lit at all? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Um, rest of the party, while Nilrum's excitedly going about scouring uh, magic, are you following close behind him? Are you looting tombs? Are you? Is anyone watching the door? My assumption would be Nilrum would need light to see where he's going, so I'd probably be right behind him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we want to leave the light radius, so probably all of us are... Everyone together. No one watching nearby. the door. No one spread out. Yeah. Everyone, one nice tight cluster. I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go into the zone. I'm gonna halt and I'm gonna explain to them what's in front of us. Can I give? Well, I guess you kind of maybe gave it to me already. Consecration. Can I get like a spellcraft check on this or arcanology? Yeah. Um. Give me a spellcraft check. Thirty-three. This is outside of the realm of um, arcane magic. What you're seeing here is sort of like a shimmering holy magic. Um, a zone of of consecrated by some sort of deity or by the cleric of some sort of deity. What you see Does is it a, look... Um, it's like a, an extension of a hallway. There's like maybe an intersection that you were going down and then there's the hallway that goes forward. And then at the back of the hallway, maybe 40 feet deep is a, like a set of vertical bars, almost like jail cell style bars, and the hallway leading up to those bars is consecrated. Possibly the bars and the thing beyond, but the consecration in front of you is like, you know, making it difficult to see what else is beyond it. I'll ask the party, can you guys see the consecration without the detect magic? Can you see what I'm seeing? Nope. They can't. 
I'll explain exactly what it is, and I'm going to ask Sale. Um, do you know anything about this? Uh, I don't think I know. But what is it? I I have no formal training in being a cleric, so... And none. That makes sense. Well, let's, um, let's finish... I'll whisper. Let's finish looting this area, and then we can figure this out at the end. You can okay. finish up everything else fairly quickly. You were near the end of scouring this zone. You can pull out another 10 pounds of loot. Cool. And with maybe, you know, an hour left on your light spell, it is just the hallway before you. Now that you're taking some time with this, you'll note that on the front wall, like because you're at this intersection and the hallway goes... On either side of the hall are skulls, like um, in bas relief, with the symbol of Verasi above them. This area looks like it is consecrated to Verasi, goddess of this death is weird and destruction. Because the lady who had the book was a Martha Claire. I'm gonna go through the book. Can I find anything about anything? I guess. Yeah, the book is called The Book of the Dead. On the very front of it is a very similar, uh, same, like, style of skull and symbols of Verasi on all four corners. Verasi being the the goddess of death and destruction is not necessarily, like, an evil position. You can also think of Verasi as, like, the Grim Reaper, you know, like, the one who takes you to the other side, which is also, you know, the thing that comes and murders you in your sleep, but she's a multidimensional the various aspects of death, including sort of like, I I am tired of my life. I want to go into one of these new Swedish suicide pods and, you know, peacefully pass on. Is death celebrated anywhere? Like, um, in, I guess, Arcadia? It's like a... Yeah. Okay. In its own way, you know? Yeah. It's like Day of the Dead or something, maybe somewhere. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm seeing a, a tomb consecrated with symbols of Rossi is not too terribly uncharacteristic. This is yeah. maybe a little bit more than you've ever seen, but it doesn't... You know, whatever. Different strokes for different folks. Okay. So what are you saying, no room? It's dangerous in that? That's what it seems to be. Well, oh, sorry. No. That's not what it seems to be. Um, it's a tomb. It's a tomb of Verasi, you know? Different strokes for different folks. Uh, he'll explain that de- it, Verasi isn't all bad. Um, is it? Like is it? Passing on. Is it the whole room that's consecrated, or is it just a specific part of the floor? Or He'll point to the area that he can see. Um, it's a little bit difficult for me to tell through the shimmer. Um, it's probably best if... <clears throat> yeah, but are we sorry, are we talking this like a section of a hallway, or is it like a room? Like the whole hallway, I believe, going up to the bars. Wickle doodle here. Um, so we are... Oh, that is not... So we're at a like a four-way intersection. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, down is the way that you've come. Yeah. And then towards the top. Funny buddy, come on. Map is just too big for it to handle. Why don't you switch us to another page? That is what a wise person would do. At the top is the consecrated Verasi zone. 
and, and we've been to the left and we've been to the right yeah so the left and to the right are just like ordinary more tomey tombs okay all right but wait 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 sorry to be pedantic but the question still stands is it a section of the hallway or does it open up into a room and it it's does the room open into a room beyond what nilrum yeah. can see is that the hallway is consecrated but that that doesn't give you any information about the room beyond. Like maybe it's okay. just the hallway and the room beyond isn't, or maybe it's all one yeah. big consecrated zone. Um, we're not okay, gonna... so let me get this straight. There's an underground dungeon, mm -hmm. and then the last main chamber. You're saying that it's enchanted, and the way you've chosen to like it, like to just to show that is that there's a giant skull in that room. Just because it's just, Rossi, no, you understand. know, goddess of death and destruction. Yeah. yeah, I've I've played enough games to know what's going on here. I don't think Nilrum is too concerned about this, genuinely. I think Nilrum sees this as it is a tomb. It's a Verasi tomb. Obviously, they're going to have Verasi's own markings. He's a little bit concerned about the concentrate concentration zone, but he has the book. They asked him to do a task, which is kill the White Prince. I think that our party is pretty about that. Um, we've already made strides towards it. So mm -hmm. Nilrum will say uh, <clears throat> out loud... <laughs> Um, all right, guys, I'm going to, you know, test it. Off to you, Nilrum. Nilrum will um, take off anything that he's stolen from the tomb, give it to someone else, and he will put his hand through the zone. And if nothing happens, you he just, will step You just through. put your hand in the zone? I'm sorry, I missed the, the preamble, too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to, like, put his hand in and then, like, step through if nothing yeah. happens. Yeah, you, you leave it put your hand in and step through, and it's fine. It's just you're just in a hallway. It's just an ordinary hall. You're fine. Okay. Um. I'll ask Sale. Can I see the rapier real quick? Yeah. I'll I'll pull my hand out, grab the rapier, and bring yeah. it back in. Um, Sale, as you get close enough to hand him the rapier, you feel a very intense heat coming off of this hallway to the point that like. You don't want to put your hand across the, the threshold of this consecrated ground. It like feels um like feels like burning. Yeah, like, I'll I'll attempt to push through it slightly, and then I'll be like, "You guys can feel that? Oh my god, it feels like I'm burning!" And I'll I'll step away from the zone. It just no, feels like it's I'll... burning. I put my hand there. I feel fine. Yeah, you're fine. Uh. I'll say... Wait here, Sale. You might want to cast another light. And I'll, uh, oh, well, I'll, I'll cast a light on something and give it to you. Like like something else and give it to like Archie. Oh, sure. That works, yeah. Uh, I'll hand my light rapier to Archie and I'll sit down in the hallway. A bit mm. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, I guess you're staying here, Sale. After you, Norm. We'll keep going. Yep. You walk down the hall. It's not particularly long, but along the way, there are sconces in the walls where you could put torches if you, you know, wanted to light this zone. Uh, and there are more skull-style decorations all the way up to the, the iron grate itself with a, you know, a door that would swing open in the middle of it with a nice, big, fat, beautiful lock in the middle of it. And the lock itself is shaped like a skull and you would put the key in, like, where the mouth would be. Um, and beyond... Through the grates, the light shed by the rapier that Sale has handed you is a large sarcophagus at the back. You can see that there are little stacks of gold coins on the lid of the sarcophagus. There are jars nearby. There's all sorts of stuff in here. This must be where all the good stuff is. 
That's right. Hi. Go like that. Here it is, Captain. All right. Let me check up the traps first. <laughs> Smart. I check up. I check up the traps now. Five percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You roll it. You're right. You yeah, should yeah. roll it. Uh, you willing <laughs> to give me the second roll on that one? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's not trapped. Okay, looks right. safe, Norm. Yes. You, you uh, I give it a rattle, it is locked. I cast knock. Ah, oh. Fine. Sorry. You're useless. Yeah. Uh, you throw a knock on the I also have spider. <laughs> Goodbye, thief class. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I still got XP from stealing. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. <clears throat> the mud. Surely he'll level up faster. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to bitch and moan about it like Steven. Thank you. Yeah. Complaining his character's weak while he's got like the most HP any character ever. And a plus like 15 to hit. The knock spell goes off and you can hear the sound as it goes off of like heavy things moving within the lock. And then it's like and everything seems to like it seems to unlock momentarily and then like solidify itself again, like drop back down into place. Okay, um, I have another one. So this time I'm going to tell Archie to get ready. And as soon as my knock spell, well, just the whole time, just be pushing. Yeah, so what about the other knock spell goes off? I hope that they're able to push it up and like hold it open after mm -hmm. that and fuck with the mechanism. So here's my last knock spell. You throw down another lock. Archie and, uh, and Captain put their weight against it and try to open it, but it does not seem to work. This uh, is some sort of lock that has been designed to to not open to a knock spell. It must have multiple locks within it that are self relocking. <laughs> not so smug now, I know him. I uh, I reach into my bag and pull out my thieves tools. <sighs> this looks like a tough one. Let me get a closer look. I uh, I kneel down like, in front of the. Is there a lock? Is there an obvious lock? Yeah, it's you know the. Seemingly the the mouth of the skeleton of the the skull on the door, but now that you get in here, you oh. notice that there's one big one in the middle for some sort of primary lock, and then there are like some other holes on the sides where there would be other locks. This this lock is indeed a multi-locked door. You would need probably a few keys to get into this thing, not just one. Well, I'm gonna try and do all three at the same time with the lockpicks. Okay. I try and get them. <clears throat> you know, I want to get them to the point that I'll have Archie or Nilron come in and hold it. Then I'll do the next one and get that into the point and have the other one hold that. And I'll get them, and then I'll just, like, flick them all at the same time. Great. You're going to need three lockpicking attempts, then. Yep. And they're all going to need to be successful. Yep. Easy. Uh, any bonuses? No. Okay. Should be fine. Should be fine. Oh. No. Oh. No. Oh. He wanted high. Uh, all three of them are quite difficult now that you're getting at this thing. Unsurprisingly, the the triple locked gate designed to you know stop 
basic knock spells is also not particularly easy to pick. But there, well, we just can... through the bars, just just out of reach. Treasure, wealth, who knows what. Can I make another attempt or am I done until the next level? You are done locks? until the next level. All right, <laughs> Archie, are you ready? Archie looks at Miller in confusion. You gotta bend those bars, buddy. <laughs> and yeah. I, um, huh? I enlarge Archie, fifty percent. Nice. Yeah, of course, of course, I'm ready. Yeah, I got if this. Ten percent right? per level. I enlarge him fifty. Um, yeah. yeah. This increases height with weight, magical properties. Thus, table blocking door would be heavier. A creature. Do creatures' hit points, armor class, attack rolls do not change, but damage rolls increase proportionally with size. Um, but this is not the same thing as a strength spell, right? There, that's a not. separate spell uh, altogether. That's correct. But you are, with him increasing, if you're bigger, if you're 50% bigger, he should be able to do more, right? But then what's the point of a strength spell if you've got, like, enlarge is just... Well, it's not as good as a strength spell. I'm not right, saying well... it's going to be 20 strength. I'm saying he might be 18 here. Is is this thing on a ra raised dais or anything, or is it just on the ground? What is this? What is the thing in the the sarcophagus? Uh, no, it's just sitting on the ground. I wonder if we could not like uh, lift it vertical and then sort of just like topple it over and hope that it like smashes across the. Stone. It's out of reach of your had... arm. You can't. Oh yeah, touch it's on it. the other side. Oh, this is a locked door leading towards the sarcophagus. Right, right. This is the door that leads uh, into the, the room. Should have reduced him. He could have snuck through the bars. Well, apparently my spell hasn't gone off yet, so let's talk about it. Um, why would he? I like it. If... Um, the second... Is it a second level spell? Strength. The first level spell. Oh, sorry. Strength. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's the first, second level clerical spell. So if strength gives you, if it takes a second level spell to gain um, D8 points of strength, and then that's only, you know, 10% on the 18-100s or whatever, mm -hmm. um, I don't think that a first level spell will do the equivalent. I guess I would... How much does it give you? Uh, uh, it depends on your class. Like, wizards get d4 strength, warriors get d8 strength. So there's a range. Um, Can you, but, like, cut it in half? Uh, I don't think so. I think you need okay, the strength spell to get the strength. All right. We're not I fucking could... around. Archie, bend the bars. Let's okay. go. I'll try for him to bend the bars, and then I will, if you'll let me, I'll cast reduce instead. Well, uh, you have to memorize the enlarge or the reduce oh. version. That's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I have enlarged them. Yep. You could maybe enlarge the bars or the lock. Try and warp it. Or I've tried them before, but he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't okay. He's not cool with that. Yeah, the maybe if it was like shitty construction, you could do it. But if the construction is good, which it is here, it wouldn't it wouldn't bend or budge. Archie, right, Archie's you have a, a thirteen percent chance to bend these bars. Easy. Sail giving me bless do anything? Mm -mm. Okay. He could give you moment, but. Moments. I, I didn't bring it. It's on the other side. Yeah, he is. All right. How do I do this check? It's in the. It's in the skills one. Right? Uh, it's just a D one hundred. You want a thirteen or it. lower? Come on, dude. Right you now. can do it. Yeah. 
Archie's gonna walk around the room, hype himself up a little bit. <laughs> you got this, Archie. Let's go. You're made for this. Crack his joints. Get ready. Get in position. And he's gonna start. <sighs> the muscles Shit. bulge. The veins pop out of your skull. <sighs> but after straining yourself, you must give up. There's All no right. way. They're well made. Can't do it, Captain. Really? Is it that strong? I go and take a little. I give it a go myself now. I need a one. Yeah, if Archie anyone, can't do it, you can't do it. What? Come on, if I roll a one, I can do it. If I roll a two, I can do it. If, if I roll Archie one, with 17 strength can't do it, it can't be done. I'm rolling this dice. Oh. If I get a one and you don't let me do it, I'm going to riot, okay? I'm yeah, not here. There you go, it's fine. There's no risk. You should just. You didn't have to make that. You, you knew I was going to roll a one. It was fine. Yeah, you didn't have to do that. Okay, hear me out. Oh, sorry. I'm not plan. here, but I do have an idea. Couldn't you like put something like thin and long in between the two bars to where it's like yeah. touching both bars? Enlarge that as Archie pulls and maybe get the bars to bend at the same time? Oh shit. Oh I don't know. I... You mean like a crowbar? Did anyone bring a crowbar? Or a rock? Even would probably work. I didn't bring a crowbar, but I do have an idea real quick. Wait, 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 wait. What if we put the chain that I got? around two bars, tied it tight, and then you reduced it. I don't have reduced. Oh, okay. I have enlarged right now. I think we only have one more day of food too, so it's not like we can sit here trying stuff forever. <clears throat> okay, I got an idea, and Kobe's not gonna like it, he's not gonna let me do it, but it's cool and it should work. So I have rope trick, <laughs> okay? You can oh. go up to an extra-dimensional place. Oh, yeah. You should be able to swing the rope on the other side of the bars and go down after you go up. You place the portable hole right next to the gates, right next to it. And I'll, I'll link it in chat for you. Uh, that would work. I think that would work. Big brain move. Yeah. Yeah. But it should work because you should be able to get enough clipping over where you like, you have to. It depends how thick. The, it depends how thick the door is, doesn't it? Like if it was like a two foot thick door, it wouldn't work. But if it's just like a few bars. So you're saying that rope trick just lets you playing. bypass any thin wall or any door ever. Not door, because you need to be able to, the because it has to be able to go through. But bar, yes, because the rope you have to be able to climb down on the other side, I would assume. You can't just plop out, but the rope can go through here. They should have put a door and not bar, is what I'm trying to tell you. Idiots. Rope trick does not work. It cannot clip through walls there or is. bars in this way. It, it is, is not a bypass uh, bar spell, unfortunately. If it was a video game, it would work. It would have totally worked. <laughs> All right, we need the keys. The keys are somewhere in here, probably. So we're going to go and scavenge the bodies for keys. All right, we're going to check the... I get first and check the bodies. Uh, you've looted, you've looted, looted the tombs. There, there's no keys anywhere to be found. The body of the cleric with the broken legs, the rock on him, uh, you know, she doesn't have any keys on her. Okay, wait. Do I fail with a knock spell? Right. I know I can't unlock the lock myself, but do I feel like I could use the lock picks when he casts the knock spell? I could use them to like stop it re-engaging. And then if he had three knock spells, and I, I did each one individually, two. I know, but we could come back. Yeah. I could maybe hold them, stop them from re-engaging, then he does the next one, I do the same with that. 
and then I do it with the third one, and then hopefully it'll unlock them. You would, no, you would still need to be able to successfully pick them, because it's not just a simple matter of, like, pushing a tumbler out of a way. There's a more complicated mechanism happening in here, so you would need, you would need unlocks, to know exactly how to hold it. But I could jam it, right? No? No, no, because if you jam it, you're probably just going to break it. You're probably going to jam it locked. Well, I don't know what other recourse we have. Um. Okay. <laughs> did you de did you detect if the lock is magical, by the way, or is it just a normal? I haven't looked yet. No, I don't have the tech magic right now. Okay, hear me out. Um, enlarge doesn't grant strength, but it does change conditions considerably. For Archie's Ben Bars check, I will argue that he should get at least another at the same thirteen. Is it? Do we feel like it's small enough that if you reduced the thinnest one of us, we could sneak through the bar? The big man. Hmm. The bars are designed to be... They're close enough together that like a halfling couldn't walk through them, right? Or a gnome couldn't walk through them. So mm -hmm. I don't think that you would... In theory, you can reduce someone really, really small, right? If you're a ninth yeah. level wizard, yeah. you could reduce someone small enough to walk through here. Um, Nilrum, you're a fifth level wizard, fifth right? Fifth level, yep. So you would reduce someone down to like halfling size, and these bars yeah. are too thin for a halfling still. But in a couple levels, or if you found a halfling or like a really scrawny child, maybe we could do it. You might do need you to come back enlarge? with the right stuff to handle this situation. Does can enlarge grant another check? Mm -mm. Bigger hands, better leverage. It doesn't grant strength, but I think another check would work, right? Uh, no, because his strength is still the same, and he's got all the leverage he needs, right? He can position yeah. himself in the right position, you know. He, we're assuming optimal conditions for the, the bending of these bars. Yeah. Seymour hmm. would fit through, right? We know. do have a monkey. Oh yeah, Seymour would fit through, no problem. I don't think Time for Seymour to though. do it. Yeah, I think the curiosity is too much. I, I, like, hold his hand and lead him through the the bars. He walks through and looks back out at you. Woo, woo. I'm going to point to the to the sarcophagus and the money. No, 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 no. I, I want to see if there's, like, He scampers across the floor and uh, picks no, no, no. up some coins. I, wait, I've, I've got animal scampers. handling. Hang on, hang on. Okay, he comes back with the coins. I take the coins. Great. Yeah, he comes back with, like, two coins in his hands and hands them to you. Yes, I clap. Nice. Because I, I, take them and give, I take them and give him a bit of food. Um, I want him yeah. to look if there's any like buttons or anything he can press. I give him a meaningful look that says "look for secret buttons." <laughs> can you can you convey that to me with your eyes, Nick? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not a monkey, so you wouldn't get it. Okay, but but I'll, I'll show you. But what pretend it's like. I'm as I'm dumb not... as a monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also have an animal handling, so I can just do my best impression, obviously. But okay. John's impression would be a lot better. But it's it's kind of like this. It's like. <laughs> All right, give me the most amazing animal handling check in the world. Oh, oh shit! Seymour, it's gonna work too. He just climbs up the, the the bars and looks at the ceiling and smacks the wall a little bit and scampers back down the bars. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, okay. were, they, were they were they at least gold coins? Yes, they were gold coins. Hear me out. We can make Seymour 50% bigger when he's on the other side. 
If we can teach him how to like pull the sarcophagus, when he's 50% bigger, he might be able to move it over to us. <laughs> I think he's gonna move There's no way. There's no way. All right, no, I grab, I grab his hand and pull him back through. I, I, want, I want to revisit a previous idea of, of jamming something between the bars and maybe enlarging it. Enlarging that? Yeah. Like, what, what about like my brass knuckles? Like, stick them between the bars and enlarge yeah. them to like push the bars yeah. to the side? You know, brass knuckles are strong. Yeah. That is a solid piece of metal. I, okay, if you use the brass knuckles in between the bars, I will grant you another strength check, uh, Ben Bar's check, with the brass spend. knuckles being enlarged between them. Okay. Uh, Sale, don't you have heat metal? Uh, I do, but I'd have to get through the consecration, but I'm not there. So you can... Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Oh, okay. while this is going on, I would like to be probing the consecration zone to see if I can get through it. Every time you move close to it, you feel this like intense heat, sort of like a. You ever, you ever gotten really badly sunburned before, and everything's yep. just sort of like baking in your skin. Yeah. I yeah. am going to. Uh, I'm going to like get a running <laughs> head start. Jesus see if I Christ! Can constitute check my way through the barrier, or if it'll uh... kill me. Excellent. All right. You back up. Sales just about to charge into Take us. a deep breath. And you're just going to throw yourself through the consecration zone. Right? Uh, I'm going to see, like, just see what, if I can. With obviously my plan being trying to, like, get back if it hurts. Yeah. It's going right. to hurt, obviously. I sail. Give me a constitution check for your ability to withstand pain. He burns so crisp. Ah, you throw yourself through the zone. Your hair catches fire. Your clothes catch fire. You become a literal burning torch <laughs> as you bear, go through the zone. You immediately <laughs> take four points of damage. That's it. <laughs> I will leave. <laughs> He's on you fire. Can... Yeah. His hair. I is... take off my cloak and start, like, I try and push him to the ground and, like, put the fire on. Yeah, you can leave the zone. It's very easy to get yourself out of that zone. And once you're out, um, the flames seem to be kind of go out on their own. And then John comes over and like smothers you with his cloak and the flames are gone. But you did take four damage and you have no hair left on your head. And the whole area smells like <laughs> that, you know, incinerated. God damn. I, I, so, I, over the, I, over I thought he was bullshitting. He just didn't want to help us because he was lazy. I'll shake so, my head. What was that? I'm sitting out here in the darkness on my own. I'm, I'm, I'm Why do you just spontaneously happen. catch fire? I don't know. Whenever I go close to these skulls, I get hot. And uh, apparently, it's not just my skin. It's... Yeah. Does my hair look okay? Oh, oh my god. No eyebrows. Oh my god. I I think I like take a few steps back away from Sale. And like, regard him a little bit. And then cautiously help him back to his feet. But having some unsure thoughts about what just happened there. I enlarge the brass knuckles. Give him another 13% chance. All right. You can do it, Archie. 13%. D100. <sighs> okay. Come on. Come on. Bent. 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 
That's just not doing it. Love it. Maybe if we come back tomorrow, Captain can hopefully pick two. Oh, he can't. He can't repick. Let's try again another another day, another level. I the keys have to be somewhere yeah. in this town, so we'll see. Can we? We're out of food. Where, where do we feel like this consecration zone is coming from? Is it just it's just there, or it is? You two got any other spells that maybe you could prepare that would help with this, or are we done here? I could in the well, I assume we're all talking. I could in theory give him uh, assistance with a moment spell, uh, or what spells yeah. do you have? Like third. Oh, I I don't have anything with me. I no, no, just third, in the future, third. like if we rest. Oh, in the future, I could use moment. I could use. Um. Yeah, that just moment is all I could really use to assist. If moment boosts his chance, Neil, does that give him another chance? Uh, no, we're not gonna just stack yeah, on infinite chances like this. Do you have heat metal? I have one copy of heat metal on me, right now. Oh, and it's ready. It's ready. Yeah. It's, it's ranged, right? How far is it? Yeah, it's 40 yards. Can he not cast heat metal on the thing? And it that is within 40 yards. It is. Uh, however, how do you bend the heated metal if it's so hot it's going to like burn you? If it's dealing, you know, it does damage every time you you interact with it. Well, okay, maybe. I, 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 feel like, I, I feel like there would be like a sweet spot at which you could still touch it, but it's still softer, right? You should like bash it with not. a rock or something. Yeah, I feel like the, the trifecta is like enlarged Archie, enlarged Brass Knuckle, Heat Metal all working together to like give him He punches it. But yeah, I feel like if the metal's hot enough, you could just like grab a rock and just like start smashing it. Yeah, or like, a like if I punch it with a, with a Brass Knuckle, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Alternatively, like freezing the metal and then getting like extreme leverage with like a crowbar could potentially like just shear the Shatter metal. Shatter it, yeah. Is there an opposite to heat metal? I uh, yeah, it's uh, the spell can be reversed. Oh, how does that work? Does it say anything about it making metal brittle? Uh. Isn't the metal item literally uh like turned to liquid? No, it's it just. Uh, I think it's just made like hot enough to hurt human hands. I mean, you might get like copper to be soft enough to like forge it. I imagine it becomes very warm and uncomfortable to the touch during the second and next to last rounds. Uh, the heat causes blisters and damage on the third, fourth, and fifth round. It becomes searing hot, causing damage to exposed flesh, as shown below. Um. It is hot enough that it will change the properties of the metal temporarily, but it wouldn't liquefy it. Yeah, but it should yeah. be easier, easier. Right. To... So, so if you want to heat the metal, you could probably make it a little bit easier to work with. Um, yeah. A bend bars check requires you to hold both of the bars and grip them with all your strength and pull them with right. all your strength. So you're gonna take. You're gonna take real damage if you try to bend them at its hottest point. You'll take two d four points of damage. If you want okay. to just like bash it, um, that's a different thing. But you're not going to probably 
bash it open. That's not a Ben Bars check. That's just like a. Well, thing. if we come back in the morning with moments and with the and. Well, there's no yeah. reason I to try it now. No, because moment gives. If we're only at one shot, moment gives an extra twenty percent. Are we only going to get one shot on this? Probably, I, I think right? the heat metal. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, I can give him heat metal, moment, and resist fire, so he yeah. takes no damage. Sure, but we come back tomorrow what I'm saying and is, the heat metal, it's gonna, it is going to move. The bars are going to be moved. We should be able to try it now. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it should be easier tomorrow to like get a bigger hole for it. Right? It is going to stay moved. It shouldn't be a one-check thing. This should be literally a tried until it's, it's finished. Heat and bend and heat and bend and heat and bend over and over again. I guess in theory, if you have a way of applying pressure to the bars and you can heat them up enough, given enough move. uses of this, that should eventually get through. It's just going to be a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need resist, but we need to do resist heat because if he needs to do it five times, it's going to eventually die. Sure, I'm not saying we. I think he should try it now, so we can just do with the heat metal, right? Archie's gonna take a little bit of damage, but we can heal him up a little bit. Because we only have one heat metal now. We can't be here for many days, so we need to use what we when we got it, right? I guess. Archie, are you gonna grab and pull, or are you going to try and punch? Or what? Are, what is your approach gonna be when it gets hot? <sighs> Archie, we need you to grab and pull it. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt like hell, but you can take it. I could probably use something on my hands to make it less uncomfortable, right? Just some cloth I'll, or something, even. I'll get a cloak I, or two off of the. I don't, I don't think it'll work because heat battle will still hurt you, even if you've got like a gambleson under your armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. if it's cast on your chain mail and you've got padded armor underneath, it'll still burn you. Okay. All right, I can do it. This ship better be worth it. I swear to God. Listen, if it goes too slowly, there's no harm in just going back to the boat, getting more food, and coming back here. Captain Archie will be fine. I got this. He should be able to pull it for the duration. You know, it's just my hands. It's just the most important thing that I have, the most valuable thing. It'll be okay. It's the most valuable thing we all have. Immediately, I'll heal your hands immediately after with my with my own self. Won't um, if he does hold on to it during its hardest phase, won't it actually disable his hands for a day or two? Is that what it does? Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you get hit by the... We can, he heal, we can heal it, though. We can, okay. Heal? No, I don't know. have played with the spell before. We'll, we'll have to find out the only what? way we know how. If it's that risky, I think we should just wait for the heat metal we spell. We don't know we'll it's that it risky tomorrow. because we haven't had a heat metal spell before. We did use one on the lady who jumped in the water. I know, but grabbing searing hot metal bars is intuitively a really fucking stupid thing to do. We can heal his hand. And we've got limited healing cells. What's the disadvantage of just waiting until tomorrow and coming okay, back? Okay, why with... didn't we wait a week for you to heal up? Yeah, I know, but it's just one day. We can get resist heat. We can just come back in the morning. We can still leave and make it back. Because we only have a minimum number of castings because we're running out of food. If we had unlimited food, I'd be down to wait. But we don't but, have Yeah, food. sure. But we don't know how many it's going to take. We can always go back to the boats, get more food, and come back. Is there an item Archie could use indirectly for leverage? Like, is there a loose stone somewhere? Is there... There's a lot of rubble everywhere. But the stones don't work very well for leverage because they're more like um, large blocks, right? They're not nice long bars. What you really need is a crowbar or a battering mm. ram. You know, there there is an appropriate tool for the job that could be acquired. You just don't have it on you. 
It's up what, to Archie. Really? Archie, make the decision. Do you want to take the pain and get us closer to it, or do you want to wait a night? It's up to you. Ultimately. It's going to hurt like hell. My choice is between it hurting like hell right now or us waiting a night and then it not hurting as much. I'll, I'll wait. But if we wait, we might not have enough food to do it. And if that's in, the case, we theory, come back. In theory, tonight could be our only night to get this. I just want you to, to realize that, Captain. This is the decision you're making. I'll take the risk. Cool. Wait. Is is everything here worked stone? Or is the floor natural anywhere? All worked stone, yeah. Okay, so soft and earth and stone won't work. Never mind. Mm. Can we use the chain? To like we could try. That's one way we could use the heat metal this time. You could latch the chain around the bar, he heats it, and then we could pull it like that. Get some yeah. amount of work done. Pull, like, straight out? Is that what you meant? Yeah. Or like a part, right? Like to the to the side? Left to the right? Yeah. You could probably even get more than like you could get someone like pulling on you as you pull on the chain as well. Yeah. So we're gonna wrap a chain around a bar, heat metal on that one bar, and then yoink all your strength on that chain using like your foot as leverage against a wall. And yep. try to use the chance to yep. that way your hands don't burn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you get Archie and somebody else on the chain, I'll give you Archie's normal bend bars check. I think normally I would give you a penalty for this because you're you're that is a, a less advantageous position than just being able to brace yourself with your hands directly on the bar. But with another person's weight behind it, we'll just give you Archie's regular check. Um, then okay, we'll add the it, heat metal effect as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to, even if it fails, it might make some permanent damage mm -hmm. to the boss. Okay, that's perfect then. Archie will look at the beautiful chain and a little bit of, a little bit of woe, because he really likes it. But, gotta do what you gotta do for the crew. Who's gonna help me? Give me an intelligence check quickly, Archie. He's got Don't the next worry about what it is, but just, just make it yourself. You should. Great job. I say to Archie, the links on the chain are made out of different metals right now, so I want to choose the one that's the hardest to melt to be the one that's Ignore that, are in that intelligence with the bar. check right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you uh, you can put some iron against it. Iron link. Yeah. Uh, who's stronger, Nilrum or Winters? I'm nine strength. Okay, Nilrum, the stronger one. We'll step is up. Sa is Sail not stronger? I can't Do you enter. think Sail can go through the consecration? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I take another running. <laughs> <laughs> no. Heat sails. Nilrum walks up to help him. Can we add my two to his thirteen? <laughs> uh, if you were working in tandem, we'd add your max presses together and see okay. what strength that became. But since we're using the ineffective chain as the medium yeah. between you guys, we'll, we'll just give Archie's regular shit. All right, magic man. You and me. Let's go. Let's go. What? Okay. Yeah. So heat metal first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we doing heat metal and moment? So you know the right time. No, to no. Do this. We haven't got moments until tomorrow. Okay. Okay. So we don't have moments. So we just know that in this one minute, when it's the most searing, is the appropriate time to pull. Yeah. Okay. So Archie's check is normally thirteen. All right. I know what we're doing here. For it. One, 
two. Oh, it's bad. You bend the bar. Uh, Nilrum's behind you. The chain's like sort of slipping and sliding across the bar as it heats. Um, you get the impression that maybe it's bending a little bit, but as soon as you give up your strength on it, as soon as like you're exhausted enough that you have to collapse it, you find that the bar has moved like insignificantly. Maybe you know a couple of hairs width. Yeah. All right, we'll handle it right. in the morning, man. We'll come back tomorrow. All right, let's make our way to camp. We leave. You can exit the tomb, bringing your new haul of loot with you. Another 10 pounds of this. Uh, these last 10 pounds were half silver and half gold, respectively. So 15 pounds of gold, 85 pounds of silver, and then like 10 pounds of miscellaneous other crap. Should I keep track of that, or will you give it to us all at the end of the session? Uh, I'll, I'll, oh. hold, I'll hold it until you yeah, get to okay. us. Cool. You make your all way. Right. I'm going to keep watches and stuff. Uh, as everyone settles down for the afternoon and the evening, naturally the topic of sail bursting into flames comes up again. Yes. Does anyone want to? Well, I, don't, I don't know if I want to really. Yeah, I don't think no I'm kind of worried. I'm kind of feeling that maybe he's undead or a demon or something. Because why else would he burst into flames over the holy ground? I don't think it gets brought up, actually. Yeah. I'll, it might I'll, not get brought up. I'll bring it up. I'll, like, touch my bald head and be like, Hey, Archie, you better look like each other. <laughs> you got a long way to go there, Sale, first, I think. Oh, yeah, good. how do you... How do you get these muscles? That's, like, incredible, Archie. <laughs> I'll well, start by rowing on a boat for a couple of years, and uh, maybe you can get there, buddy. Listen, I did a lot of rowing. I don't look like that. I think it's natural talent. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I never did do... Never put too much effort into the rowing. I always sat next to Archie, so... Uh, picked up the slack. So, uh... I'm oh, sorry. Has anyone ever heard of someone bursting into fire before? <laughs> The, it's a little bit concerning, Sale. The, a bit weird. I don't know. Am I cursed? You might want to go talk to your DD about that. No, unholy. I don't think any of us have the answer for it. Maybe, uh, maybe he has a beef with whatever god was down there. Yeah, maybe it's not just a star that he hates. Possibly, possibly. I'll be a little um, how, bit uncomfortable on the. How many there. pounds of food is used in a day? I have twelve Two. pounds on. Okay, and we've been here. This is our third day. This is the end of your third day going through the desert. Yes. Okay, so we have two days worth of food left on us. No, it's two pounds per person. I had twelve. Pounds. Oh, you yourself had two pounds. I don't remember uh, carrying everybody's food. Yeah, so I've got twelve pounds as well. Okay, so we have six pounds left per person. Okay, so we have two days of food, so yeah. Okay. All right. You've um, used guess... 24 pounds of food, right? Because there's two of you, or there's four of you, and you eat two pounds a day, and you've had three yep. days. So you've had yeah, 24 yeah. pounds of food. You each carried 12. Did anyone else have food on them? Do you have food I on your character sheets, guys? I, 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 food on I don't know. I thought we each had three Days, days. yeah. Wrong, but oh, okay. I think I wrote it down wrong because I have like rations, but it's like number zero, weight two. So I might have messed up writing that down. Mm. 
We all took 12, <clears throat> 12 pounds of rations, which I believe was three days. Oh, but we took 12 pounds of rations. That probably also includes your water. Water. Yeah, it okay. does. Yeah, oh, there we go. Slash water. Okay. There that we go. Okay. So how much are we actually using a day? Wait, was well, that'll be two pounds of food and two pounds of water a day. So you guys, right. so we've got one you're day out. Left. We're this out. Is, no, we're out. This is your third day. You're out. You're going to be well, hungry and thirsty tomorrow. If we have a little bit of water, I can make more water tomorrow and I can yeah. make more food. No. Because I have that. Thank God for you, Sale. I don't know how this spell works. Never used it before. Um, well, you're going to want to think about your spell list tomorrow because you, yeah, we need a lot of spells out of you. Well, well, I can get one. Well, moment, heat metal, and resist fire. They're all level two, so I can only take one of each because I've already got four slots. And uh, Mom moment, heat metal, and resist fire. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. They're all level yeah, so... two, so I'll only be able to take one copy of each, and then create food and create water. Those are level one and level three, so they're not even in the same category. So I mean, but if you can make food and water, theoretically, we can just keep trying this day after day, even if we can only do one attempt yeah. per day. However, the boat is on the coast, undefended. Yeah. So that's true. You know, Neil's rolling that encounter dice, and every day that goes by. Let's just see how it goes tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Pick your spell list. All right. I will uh, basically cast away most of my spells, like remove curse. I'll mm -hmm. exchange that for create water. Uh, I'll get rid of one. No, I'll keep my detect magics, and I'll just take a create water as well. Maybe she cast remove curse on yourself. <laughs> I'll cast remove curse on myself. Um, I'll wipe out most of my second level spell list. Like I'll cast the dust devil, chaos ward. I'll soften some random earth and stone. Uh, I'll take a moment, a heat metal, a resist fire, and no alignment. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to cast no alignment on myself. <laughs> mm, mm -hmm. Tell us, which am way I do evil? you align, Sale? I believe well, I am have evil. An alignment. <laughs> no, I'm just. Uh, I don't have an alignment. No, that was yeah. just a joke. I'll, I'll, t I'll yeah. keep Chaos Ward. Well, why don't we take our second break here, and we will come back on the other side, or heads of death. See you soon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. It is the morning of day four. The desolate wasteland, the island complex of Moncher. Party wakes up. Spells will be picked. And once more, we will go into the tombs and try to yep. unlock the, the great tomb at the end. Is there any concern about leaving your ship parked on this desolate land that no one ever goes to. We don't got to worry about that. Because if the ship's gone, we're fucked. So there's no real reason to care. Cool. Some <laughs> amount of concern. It's not. A reasonable yeah. amount of concern. <laughs> Do we know what spells we're picking? Yep. Yes. I, uh, I will take, create water, and create food and water. Um, Do we have any water left? You could have saved some for this. Yeah, I'll uh, create four cubic meters of just like whatever people like to eat, uh, but I'll reserve one cubic feet for Seymour's bananas. He must have his bananas. <laughs> A cubic foot of banana is crafted. <clears throat> and then a 
cubic foot of food and a cubic, two cubic feet of water or something like that. Um, that should be enough for all of you. You're going to have a little bit of trouble because you're just it gets created, right? So you'll have to find some way for it just not to fall into the sand and disappear. How do you... Where do you create this water such that you can drink it or move it into your containers appropriately? Um, that's a good question. Do we have any sort of vessels of water? Because I have a whatever we're water. drinking out of. Yeah, because we we had we had, we had enough for three. We had enough for three to carry three days of water. So yeah, that would just be I like a should... series of water skins. <clears throat> what about is there no like basin or anything inside the? Uh crypt uh-huh yeah lots of basins inside the crypt yeah, okay so you hike back to the crypt and then create the water and the food in the crypt that'll do can we do the creation afterwards because i don't know how many spells we're gonna be able to get off in this crypt we ate we got full stomachs when we wake up we should be fine to go for until we get out of here right then we can do it the food's not that big of a deal the water is the the problem. You could probably go half a day without water because you would have you would have consumed almost the end of your water last night, mm-hmm. and you would wake up thirsty in the morning. Um, you could spend a half day without water, right? Hey, well, well, explain, Nilrim. Why are we doing this? Uh, I'm just afraid because our demon buddy over here, he says jokingly, uh, went Wait, up in what? flames. So I don't know if we should be, if we're gonna get a whole bunch of casting off inside this crypt, if you know what I'm saying. Well, I don't understand magic, so that's what you think. I'm cool with either way, but I would just like to get the bars done. We can create our water. It's fine. Uh, could we, like, make, like, a funnel that goes down into all of the, I don't know, water skins, and then, like, using the, um... I don't think you guys have the tools for we that. We don't have the tools, yeah. Yeah. Use the basin. Be easy. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. We cast great water. Okay. We eat the food. Cast great food and water. You eat food. You drink water. You're satiated. So how many how many pounds of food and water does this give us? Uh, I can create up to uh, enough food for five people per day. Cool. Uh, okay. So we just get one day's rations, basically, that we use mm-hmm. today. So yeah, okay. Yeah. We're fed today with great food and water, and three yeah. more gets a cubic foot of bananas. <clears throat> nice. And we go and do the thing. Yep. It's uh, up to sale to cast all these spells. Yeah, I think it. I think it takes a little bit of coordination because it takes. Um, if I'm reading heat metal, it. Um, I think it takes four rounds to get to its hottest point, and I have to cast three spells. Mm-hmm. So the order I cast them does kind of matter for the timing of this. Mm-hmm. Alongside your enlarge, so there's like a little bit of coordination, but I don't think it's too difficult. It's not like a super tight timing because I cast heat metal, and then I do moment, and then I do resist fire, and that should yep. be perfectly fine in that order. Mm-hmm. Wait, how long does resist fire last? Uh, one round per level, I think. Let me. So it lasts five rounds. Cool. Yeah. So as long as I cast it before he puts his hands on the bars. Uh, should be fine. Heat metal will completely mitigate like, all of the damage from, yeah. or yeah, from heat metal. So I think if I do it in that order, I'll go. Sorry, uh, I'll heat metal the bars. I will cast moment. Oh wait. I cast enlarge on Archie, and then I'll resist fire him 
as well. I'm just going to read out loud some of the text of Resist Fire so we're all on the same page. The recipient can somewhat resist the intense heat or cold, such as red-hot charcoal, a large amount of burning oil, flaming swords, firestorms, fireballs, meteor swarms, or red dragon's breath, etc., etc. In all of these cases, temperature affects the creature to some extent. The recipient of the spell gains a bonus of 3 to saving throws against attack forms, and all damage sustained is reduced by 50%. Therefore, if the saving throw is failed, the creature sustains one half damage. If the saving throw is successful, the creature sustains only one quarter damage. Uh, resistance there to fire is, last one round. Uh, there is a sub rule of the heat metal says uh, a heat metal spell that any resist fire completely eliminates all the damage. Ooh. Uh, let's see if I can find it. I swear I read that before. Fire resistance or protection from spire spell spell totally negates the effects of heat metal spell. There you go. So you're good. Done. Perfect. Even better. So now Archie can do it with his bare hands. Now he can really give it a good tug. Okay. So you're going to heat metal. You're going to moment. You're going to fire resistance. And at the same time, Mr. Moon is going to enlarge the brass knuckles between the bars Whatever I think is the best, either enlarging the brass knuckles between the bars or enlarging him. Okay. Uh, enlarging the brass knuckles between the bars is probably the best. And that's about the, the right width between the bars. It's about a hand's width. So. Let's do it. So he's got plus 20 from moments. Right. Um, last time we did Ben Barr's moment, I think he gave him like a plus three or four because 20 seems absurd. Yeah, because most of the time when you're bending bars, like there is no appropriate moment. It, moment's meant to be like a combat But there spell. literally is this time though. Because this time, to, yeah, there this is time an appropriate actually. moment. So we should get the 20. The character gains <laughs> a bonus 20. <laughs> of 20% or plus four to his action. Well, can only affect a single action in a given round. Okay. Um, so I will give you the maximum bonus with moment that I was going to allow for heat metal um, in this case, because you'll be doing it at the exact pristine right time to start bending and pulling before you, you exhaust yourself. And we get a bonus for the enlarge? And yes, and there's going to be a bonus for enlarge. I think someone else is going to have to be in there trying to like move the... Like get the brass knuckles to be in the right spot as they bend and That'll push. That'll be Nilram. Okay, so you'll if enlarge you them and then adjust them appropriately. So we are going to double Archie's um, Ben Bars check because we're going to be softening the things. And then we are going to add... What level are you, Nilram? I'm a fifth level. Then we'll add 5% for the, the enlarge in there. That'll bring us to... 26 plus 5 should be 31. And this will only get better with time. Like, if we come back tomorrow and do it again, it mm-hmm. should be easier, right? Okay. Uh, but yeah, so if you... 31 or lower is going to be a success, and the bars are bent enough to get through. Then there is going to be an unspecified range where damage is done to the bars, and they're permanently open slightly, and then mm-hmm. a range where, you know, you didn't make a significant difference at all. 
Um, Roll it up. As low as possible here, Archie. All right. Archie's hyping himself up one more time. He's thinking. He's not only rubbing his uh, the, the little necklace that he got from Sale, the little artifact. He's also thinking, he, he also gets the feeling that there's hundreds of people watching him right now and he wants him to say Prage. He doesn't know what that means, but he, he knows he knows that he can do it. <sighs> okay. What are we going, what, what do I need to hit? The lowest number you can possibly roll. Okay. 21 is within the zone. Nice. Yes. The bars heat. The uh, brass knuckles get bigger as it gets twisted. Archie's bustles bulge. And soon there's a... As the bars give way and bend. The lock you completely did bypassed. Hmm. He'll Stop. walk around. He'll high five everyone. Uh, yeah. I gave Archie his enlarged brass knuckle. <laughs> And I guess I go through the bars. So sales still can't come, right? No. Yep. Well, that's a separate yeah. issue. But yeah, I'm out of time. Okay. So we, uh, yeah, we go. I go in and I open up the sarcophagus. There's still gold coins on the top. Uh, sweep them into a bag. You shove the lid over. It slides heavily and thuds on the ground beyond. Inside, you can see a figure wrapped in a white death shawl. Um, it's masculine in make with the smaller hips. Um, the shawl kind of goes over the whole thing, but tucks tightly around it and peeling. I'm assuming you're going to investigate the whole thing. Like well, you've done on. everything else here. Do you want to piss off the gods, Captain, or do you want me to? I've already pissed off one. Chuckle. You go ahead. <laughs> you know what you do right. with this kind of thing. And I will, uh, I'll cast Detect Magic first. I draw my sword. We got him. magical sources you find in here. Down at the feet of the creature, there are... I would immediately look to see if the creature, before I look at the magic items, sorry. The creature itself, the the dead body, the corpse, does not appear to be magical. Yes. Bing, bing, bing. You notice about a little less than a dozen small magical signatures coming from near the creature's feet. No. Um, and you'll notice a very, like a, a, some sort of mask sort of thing underneath the sheet that sits on the creature's face that also radiates magic. Do I what do you see, Nelrim? 
what do I see at the feet? You say a dozen of dozen things. I'm, yeah. Can I get the can I get the make of the magic? I have a fifty percent chance, or uh, I think ten percent chance per level to recognize if a certain type of magic is present. Right, right. Okay. Your fifth level. Yep. Um, you do not recognize the school of magic, but you do sort of recognize the object. It looks like a uh, like a, a cream tin that you might use for oh. makeup. It looks a lot like the healing solves you have, but you know, a different style, but still a sort of a shallow circular dish. And the mask. And then the I mask. I should get a roll on that as well. Uh, you also don't recognize the mask school. Yeah. yeah. Nilrim, drawn to magic items and power, he will pick up the mask mm-hmm. and I guess disturb the creature. As you peel back the death cloth surrounding it, you'll recognize that there is while you don't get the school of magic associated with the mask you do get that same sort of um overwhelming uh, or I don't know what's, what was the word I used uh, not sacrosanct uh oh consecrated consecrated yeah the same sort of consecrated effect coming off of the mask some sort of divine magic is it hot to, to me no not at all oh. um when you I peel back the layers it it just looks like a thin piece of some sort of white uh, stone, maybe, that's carved not to look like the person's face, but just to be like a very generic, um, like humanoid face with holes, no mouth, just holes for eyes. What's the intensity? Uh, mild. I be- Or light. I think it's faint, light, moderate, strong, overwhelming. So it's. Dim, faint, moderate, strong, overwhelming. It's dim, then it's faint. It's the second one. Two out of five. I will pick it up. Mm-hmm. And, um... Arcanology check? I probably have never heard of this. Mm, you'd need a religion check. It's definitely oh. clerical magic. I will hand it to the captain. This is magical, and I'll go pick up the tins as well. Wait, take mm-hmm. it off him. Yep. Put it on. <clears throat> Are you crazy? If you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. Give it here. I hand it back to No room hands over the tins and he'll put on the mask. Wait, so what? what is it? A tin of things? We don't know yet, but I'm, we're assuming it's the healing cell. You can open it. Mm-hmm. All right, I take a look here. Yeah, it's a more fancy box than your healing solves come in, but you unscrew it and it has a, a similar color and a similar odor. It looks just like a... ten more tins of healing solves. You said... Hey, uh... Twelve or ten? I think you said twelve. Uh, you less than a dozen. Just less than a okay. dozen. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I swap mine into a fancy tin? I do. You mean just like yeah, move the, the, the healing yeah. soul from one <laughs> tin to another? Yep. Uh, no they're all the full, mask. so there's no room for oh, more okay, salt to it. Alright, fine, yeah. whatever. I got nineteen healing souls now. Fantastic. So I watch no. Nilram as he puts yeah. on this mask. Nilram, where is it? It doesn't like attached to you, it's not tied in the back. You can sort of like rest it against your face, but it, it won't hold. It'll just like it'll hold, and I guess it's... look through it. I don't really notice. I give him the finger. I don't really notice or, or feel anything. I'm gonna walk and go look at sail. No, no, 
it's just Sale. He's back away from the rest of the party down the hallway. Not allowed to come into this room. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna hold on to this. I put it in my, uh... No, I'm gonna keep looking through it. I'm gonna look throughout the whole room. Do I see anything? Mm. And I'm gonna look throughout the whole keep with it, or the whole dungeon. Yeah, I think, you uh... Walk around, you look through it. It seems I'm pretty back. ordinary, pretty oh. normal. Um, it just feels like this really smooth, plastery, white, masky thing doesn't seem to be having any effect on anything you're doing. Did he look the same? Does he just look like he's holding the mask to his face? Yeah, he just looks like he's holding the mask to his face. Cool. Well, I'm going to keep holding the mask to my face, and we're going to pull for the rest of this shit. Yeah, this, yeah, the, this uh, guy not have any gems or anything. Are there any gold? books? Well, any well, more insight? Yeah. Archie, you, you opened this thing, and then everyone poured through and immediately started looting it. What are what yep. are you doing? Um, I mean, I did it for the crew, you know. Did it for the team. I feel I'm we gave feeling him high fives. Yeah, I'm feeling accomplished alone in the fact that Archie was able to go through with this. Um, he's looking at there's huge brass cool chains or bracelets or anything for him to wear. But other than that, he's he's pretty content. He's pretty hyped up on the fact that he was able to do this. And John Winters, what are you doing? You're looting the corpse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, looking for any valuables and just keeping an eye on Nilrim. Yeah, it's got like some, you know, you start pulling this cloth off of it and it's got these bracers and it's got some rings on its desiccated fingers. I take it all. If this is fancy stuff as well, I'm going to wear the it's rings. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you pick up the hand nice. to start pulling the rings off of it when the hand oh. begins to close. Of course it, it does. Yep. Would be me, wouldn't it? Would be me. Well, you don't fuck with it after Nilrim's touched it. Just don't attack Nilrim. Bro. <laughs> Just wait. If you it were the waits. wizard, you know who would have attacked me. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You, go, you lift up the hand. You go to pull a ring. The fingers kind of bend slightly. Just sort of like, you know, a bone and breaking or the skin sort of sagging. And then yeah. the hand, like, flares open and reaches ah! for you. It will make an attack roll. Uh, you're looking through the mask and walking right. around Hell and yeah, looking at shit. Right now, it's just Nick. In fact, Nick, you're John Winters. I want you to roll me a surprise roll. This is seemed pretty uh, John safe. Winters. John Winters is never surprised. All right, then roll high. Don't roll a one, a two, or a three. I won't, because he's never surprised. Never su yeah, See? yeah. Woo. Not surprised. You know, you, I knew this was coming. Dangerous crypt. Anything could happen. It reaches out for you anyway. With a uh, 22, it reaches out, the one hand grabbing for you, the other hand's coming up and wrapping itself around your throat. And it begins oh. an all-too-familiar strangulation. Ah, uh, this old chestnut. I say mm. I gurgle to it. It's okay, though, because I have a plan. Like you said, I'm not surprised, right? I am immediately drawing in my offhand my dagger and stamming it through that at this thing before it can sit up or whatever. In the meantime, you will still take damage. Um, wait. It didn't get any sort of negatives to hit for being, like, sat down at awkward angle, you know? You know, it probably should get a penalty to hit for that. Um, he says How long are its arms? 
Uh, I think that's still a hit, though, because it rolls an 18 with the, the penalty. Yeah, but it doesn't clear by 5 anymore. Oh, but we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, but it wasn't a yeah, it wasn't a natural 18 to be. So surprise, shouldn't Nick get initiative as well? They should like. It still goes first. You know, it's an ambush. Nick will get to make an action, but the creature is just like, and he'll Nick will go at the end. Okay. Um, you will take near to max damage. You will take 14 points of damage as it reaches out and begins to throttle you. Yeah, it rolled really well on its damage. Your armor spell is down. Did I recover one HP while we've been here? Two HP? Um, you use yourself. No, I know. I was two away from Max when we started today. Yeah, same. It's I been two it. nights, so I think I... Yeah, you're, you've done some strenuous activity, but most of your day has been spent waiting to recover spells, so I think you would have recovered HP. Cool. Fantastic. Imagine. How much damage? 14 or 15? Uh, 8 and 6. 14 on 2d8. That's... It's fine. Uh, everyone can act now. You can roll initiative to see when you act. Um, Nick goes I, first, though. I go first. I'm he starting get around, and then we should roll in, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, John Winters, thing. you pull out the dagger. You're gonna stab it through okay, the face. So, so the offhand is driving the dagger into its head. It's still—is it sat up or is it still lying down? Oh no, it's sat up now. Okay. And then my rapier, I'm just going to plunge it through its chest. Yeah? Yeah. And it counts as held because it's holding me. It does not right. count as held because it's holding you. No, it does. That is not it can't what dodge. it means. It can't dodge because it's holding me. It'd have to let go of me to dodge. That is actually. Uh, you will get a plus four, four? for it being okay. prone. Okay, or effectively fine. prone. Well, sitting is plus two. Um... I will give you a plus two for it being sitting, but I will also say that it's a lot harder to, you know, stab something when it's choking you to death. So I would. Okay. Yeah. I'll take a plus one for high ground as well, though. It's that sitting like gives two. Sitting gives yeah, two. Two for sitting, one for high ground. It's no. Sitting he, gives two. No, because if he was on a chair that was really high up and he was the same height as me, sitting I'd gives two. two. Just hit him, Nick. It's not a big deal. <laughs> 15 and 21. Okay. Uh, it's AC is 10. So you stab through it once and twice. Any of those crits? I forget no. what no, we're doing. Natural 18 no. is uh, needed for a crit. Okay. Uh, six damage. No, oh, I'm sure it's dead. Uh, it is not dead. No. 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 And the sound Ooh. of the... Wait, did I get an attack opportunity when it attempted to grab me? No. I guess I didn't have my weapon drawn. Yeah. The sound of what, Quigo? Uh The sound of the, the sudden movement, followed by Nick. And the fumbling for the weapons and the clanking against the coffin will draw the attention of the rest of the party, who will turn and see this thing that was not radiating magic and was lying very peacefully is now choking the life out of Captain John Winters. Nilrim tosses a magic missile in where he gets ready to, so. Yeah. Um, Can we have the counter up somewhere? Initially? Sure. Kind of? Yeah. Let's do this. Is uh, my enlarged brass knuckle still enlarged? Yes. Okay. So I'm only wearing a brass knuckle on one of my fists. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, I'm gonna roll a wisdom check if I think that smart idea is to roll for the head. So, seems fair. It's twelve wisdom. Yeah, yeah, sure. good. No, yeah, well, that's uh, what I'll be shooting with my magic missile. Yeah, magic missile is sort of it's not a targeted spell, but um. Okay. Yeah, head, head might be effective, maybe. True. Um, roll me. That's the only fair way I know to do it now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll me damage with your magic. Actually, we're rolling it to initiative. We should round, be an initiative, so. yeah. Uh, I will. Um, yeah. One question I would ask is: Would I still have like one round remaining on my moment spell, or Ooh, would it be? What's gone the duration now? of moment? Five rounds, and I cast it. But it, you only use it one time, I think, right? It's a, or my. I think it's each round it can be used. So you cast. It can be used it. once per round. Oh, okay. Probably not, That's because fine. I looked around for the mask a while, yeah. right? Yeah, there was the opening it, then it was, it, you know, the bar had to cool for a moment before you moved through, or maybe not. I maybe you pushed magic. Anyway. There's a detect magic, the opening, the lid. I think it's been more than five minutes, unfortunately. All right, well, I'm going to call it impotently that. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> oh. Give you a thumbs up, and I'll handle it. Oh, uh, also, Neil, I think you need to switch the comms around, since Pokemon dropped. Oh, I didn't know that he dropped. Yeah. <clears throat> it's the last time I'm playing a rogue, by the way. <laughs> Fuck <Wow>. this. <laughs> Go play a bard next. <laughs> yeah. Um. Captain Winters, Nilrum, Archie rolled in with a. I saw earlier. Oh wait, is, the, is this the next round, or are they are they getting to go in that round this that I've already acted? Round. This is the next round. Okay. Sorry, so I will roll initiative. Two sucks. You rolled a seven. And yeah, I rolled a seven plus four, so an eleven. Archie rolled an eight, so Nilrum goes first. Go ahead and give us the magic missiles. Give me three, four plus three. Oh, oh minimum hell. damage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Some legs are being shaved tonight, boys. I'm pretty sure you guys are <laughs> Archie, uh, one brass knuckle, one big heavy weight in your other hand. This thing is choking, Captain. All right, I'll use the brass fist first. Mm-hmm. Boom. Uh, easy hit. You strike the creature Boom. across the chest. Oh, almost bringing it down. Its head, like, cocks at an un impossible angle. And I'm not sure how we're going to do the damage on this, but I'm going to strike with the unbrassed knuckle uh -huh. next. Oh, Ooh. just your bare fist is a critical hit. I got to relook up the rules for bare fists. Yeah. But I think it's like D3 plus your, sh your other mods. Yeah, I think it was D3 plus four instead of D6 plus four. I think that is it. So it'd be 2D3 plus four. You don't have to write that yarn yet. Um, Slash R space 2d3 plus 4. 2d3, got it, got it, got it. Characters' bare or gloved hands are treated as small, hard objects. D3 points of damage. Yep. Uh, so roll me 2d3. Actually, roll, yeah, 2d3 plus... Nice. <laughs> Wait, isn't 2d3 better than his brass knuckles? No, it's because the crit. Oh, it's because he crit. Got yeah. it. 
So what, you know, the brass knuckle hand knocks the creature's head at an impossible angle and your unbrass knuckled hand just breaks into the creature's rib cage and pulls out its desiccated dead heart and the whole thing just plumps back into its coffin. How does he do it? I say to the boys, uh, gather what you can. We probably should get out of here now that undead are rising. Yeah, I loot the rest of the things off this guy's hand. Finish yeah, taking I, the rings. You just you grab the bracelets, you grab the rings, you grab the other things. There's some bags in here. There's some miscellaneous stuff. There's a bunch of jars and pottery lying about with like um, some sort of like beeswax cloth on top to keep them sealed. Do you bother with those or you just get the fuck out of here? If we can carry them, we'll take them. They're they're heavy and they're fragile. You could probably carry one ear, you know, one under each arm, but to know what's in them, it might take a while of like opening them and putting light inside and analyzing them. How much time do you want to spend investigating the jars? I think we just take them? what we can grab easily and go. Okay. I'm gonna cast lock, or sorry, knock as well. Um, permanently opens locks or welds, so I'm gonna just see if anything in here other than the lock back there can be opened. Uh, no, it knock specifically calls out. You can't cast it on things hoping to find a secret. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's in the. It opens bottom. secret doors. Um, the knock spell opens stuck, barred, locked, or held, or wizard locked doors. It opens secret doors as well as locked or trick opening boxes or chests. It also loosens wells, welds, shackles, or chains. It's limited by the area. In all cases, the location of the door item must be known. The spell cannot be used against a wall in hopes of discovering a secret door. Oh, I see it now. Okay, cool. That's like... Yeah, near it? the very end. Okay, well, I'm going to feel around while they pillage. Yep, they very soon they've got their arms anything. filled with stuff. You don't detect any other magic in here other than that you know, generalized, consecrated area that you're within. This whole area seems protected by some sort of deity. I take my item and we go. You guys go. Sail, you see them coming down the hall. You've seen the creature fall, break, die. Archie, what'd you do with the desiccated heart you ripped out of its chest? Um, honestly, in the moment of panic, I didn't know what to do with it, so I just took it with me. <laughs> you will feel the thing in your hand fizzle into dust when you guys are maybe a minute after having killed it. It just, like, crumbles and fades and drips from your hand and vanishes before hitting the ground. Archie will look down and I was like, cool. <laughs> and that's when you can hear the sound in the sarcophagus moving as whatever it was there that you just finished killing rises again. Let's just get uh, out of here. another revenant. We this. need to worry about, yeah. Yeah, let's go. If we have to sacrifice out. the jars, we sacrifice them. You have a good head start. You can get all the way out of the temple, all the way out of the crypt, back into the daylight of the blistering heat, the blistering sun, the alkaline soil, the dust, sand. Should... All right. Uh, um, I use a healing salve. I'm gonna just keep fucking around with the mask. Um, what do you do when you're outside? Gather on if there's still daylight, which there should be. There should be we lots just gather of daylight. Stuff mm -hmm. And start making our way back to the boat. Yep. Right you got all your stuff on you, so you head on out. Because, like, even if we found more stuff in this town, we couldn't carry it, right? Yeah, we'll yeah. come back later. Yeah. Uh, there's probably a keep somewhere to pillage. Mm. 
Yeah. As you make your way through the streets, you will see that the creature has come out of the temple, out of the crypt, and is following after you. It's like, all right. Is this Slowly. thing going to... Is it gaining on us? No. No, yeah, it, okay. you are moving more quickly than it. But it'll, it'll get us in the night. Are we going twice as fast as it or not? Uh, you're going at 12, it's going at 9. Yeah, so it'll catch us in the night. Uh, we're not going at 12, we're going at 8. Mm. Because you're encumbered? Yeah, lightly. Yeah, okay, so it is going about the same speed as you. It's sort of endlessly shuffling, and you're, you know, moving as best as you can. It will eventually catch you. You have time, we'll though. Kill we'll just kill it, Captain, um, and then it'll have to redo it all over again. I can lightning bolt it. All right. So I guess I'll wait for it to get within 110 yards, and here is one magic missile. Right here at the when you're still in town. When, no. It's important when We're, to know. That no, no. Let's it. get it. We want to get as far away from it as yeah, we can until it's about to catch us, and then. Okay. So you you go as quickly and as far as possible, mm -hmm. and it still gains and it gains, and eventually it will begin to catch up to you. Maybe an hour out of town. Because I imagine Whenever you could I, jog yeah. and, you know, hurry a little bit and exhaust yourself somewhat and then turn back. Uh, magic missile. Uh, so here's 34 plus 3. Yeah. Should there be initiative when he's like no. 110 years old? No away? need for initiative okay. at all. Nine? Nine points of damage rip through the creature whose head is upright again. Um, it barely winces or, you know, barely okay, stops another. with the pain and keeps moving forward. Uh, okay, that's my last one. 20 points of damage. Creature is filled with holes, and yet it still, still comes. Gone. Arms reaching Good. out. Because here comes the lightning bolt, which I hope puts him on fire. Bare minimum. Could not, though. But we'll see. Um, 5d6 damage. Oh, oh you blast it to smithereens. It explodes as a lightning bolt streaks from your finger towards it sending little bits of bone and flesh and tattered cloth everywhere. I'm Nora. Hopefully that's the last we have to see of him. Well, let's keep moving. We'll have to keep a vigilant watch tonight. If this thing comes back for us, it'll still catch us. I think we should just move throughout the night, Captain. We have light spells. I look to sail. Let's just get back to the boat. Yeah, I'm okay. You push yourselves. On and on you go. Eventually the sun sets and you keep walking using light spells to guide you also acting as a brilliant beacon in the otherwise darkened wasteland drawing all attention to where you would be you move ever westward towards the shore hoping that your ship is still there we'll find out the other side of our break you guys mm -hmm. on the other side hello everybody and welcome back so, we're walking across the desert. Night eventually descends upon you, and you know it's still out there. It's still coming for you. Naturally, the question arises, what happens when you leave the island? Is it... Yeah. Is it going to follow you off the island somehow? Can it follow you off the island somehow? Yeah, we've all seen the movie, Neil. It's coming for us, we know. Captain, it's maybe like we the... should rest then. If it's coming, I... I'm out of spells. But I doubt it's coming. Well, if we can get off the island, what's it gonna do? 
walk at the bottom of the ocean until it finds us. So it gets eaten by a squid or something. I just worry mainly about um, what if there's another ship that we encounter the you know, spells for it, but I'm completely fine. Continue. I'm cool with that. How healthy does Archie look? Good. I'm doing fine. All right. <laughs> Let's rest then, and uh, we'll keep watching. When it turns off, Archie can kill it. Yeah, we can just punch it down again, and then... And then we'll have time to leave in the morning with spells. Yep. Good. No one will go to bed. Who stays up to watch? Well, we take turns. Me and Archie take turns while the spellcasters rest. Wow. I will go first, and uh, I guess the light spell won't last, so I want to make like a pretty big fire. With what? There's no. There's no fire. There's no light. Hmm. How's the moonlight? Very poor. Storm overhead has no breaks on this day. Um, Is that any trees or anything I could climb? No, it's dust and dirt. It's desolate. There's no trees. There's no ruins. There's no hills. There's no high ground. It's just Okay, I think we have to keep moving then, Nora. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I think if we can make it so it catches in the day, that's much better. Okay. Yeah. We didn't stop, Neil. You plod along in the dark towards the coast. Yeah. Moving slowly. You're hauling these these uh, ceramic vessels. Well, and we'll then you've wait, got wait, the, we'll, the boxes we'll, with we'll gold and silver in them. We might check the jars now, though. Because okay. it might be that we can speed up if we don't need them. Yeah, you can, chucking the jars will give you some boost, but you're still hauling an no, extra no, like 100. Check. No, no, check. Check, oh, oh, check. Check. Not shock. Gotcha. See what's in them. Right. Is it just his organs? Uh, no. One of them appears to have like honey in them. One smells like it had like wine, but the wine's turned sour by now. Um, yeah. Uh, there, there are some other things, but they don't appear to be valuable. Okay. These seem yeah, to be right, things we... like you might bury someone with so that they could use them in the afterlife. Yeah. So we leave them then. I'll leave the honey. Okay. Good. You get a couple fingers of honey, and it's a little bit crystallized and kind of dusty, but it's still sweet. It hasn't turned or anything. Yeah. I'll eat the honey. All right. Arms. I enjoyed it. Cool. And we go. The party continues. The slow march through the sand, the dust hauling the loot behind them. Um... Can I get a perception check from every member of the party? Uh, disadvantage. Oh. I have two in all. We'll take the lower of them. Um, Mr. Oh. Mooton gets a 16. Nick gets a 16. Potato McWhiskey gets a 14. Archie gets an 18. <clears throat> Not good. In the night, in the dark, the thing shuffles after you picking up on you. It's not until it is almost upon you that you realize it's there. The sound of your own feet kicking through the dust and the small coughings that fits that you have as it, you know, pervades your lungs. 
they do not quite realize that this thing is here. And every time you throw a look over your shoulder, it's just darkness. It's not until it's almost entirely upon you, until it is within melee ra- range, that you realize it's here. And I will need initiatives from the party. Let me get... We want surprise? Um, no, you'll... You will... There's just enough light being cast that you're going to notice it's here right in time that you'll be it'll just be on you um cool. no surprises though but you know shit's bad when i'm using this theta needs this token on the map yeah, yeah. There we go. Data bug. It will go at nine. And Potato, would you roll for initiative 11? 11, yep. All right, so Captain John Winters, you (laughs) go first. And it's the sort of thing where you got this, like, the hairs on the back of your neck are standing up. And you've been nervous all night long. Um, yeah. But this time, you happen to turn around, and you see it. It's there. It's inches away from you. It's hands outstretched towards your neck, which is still bruised. And you catch it just in time to do something. All right. This time, I will probably get attack opportunity when it goes to me, but I just make my attacks. I don't know if I will, Neil. I can't remember how we ruled the dead. But uh, I made my attacks. Mm-hmm. 21 and a 10. Uh, 21 is a hit. A 10 is a oh, hit. Oh, wait. No, sorry. Sorry. I've still got a plus two from sitting. Oh, okay. So it's, an, it's a 19 and an 8. The 19 will hit. Okay. A 6. Yeah. Give it a little key bar. Wait, do you have a minus two? Oh, you had plus two on it, I see. Yeah, yeah. The very emo demon. <laughs> That's why he's a revenant, because he had, like, he's sad about his life, you know? Yeah. True. Mm. Uh, six damage to the creature brings its HP bar ooh, about a quarter of the way down. And it goes. You still okay. have a, a free block, right? Got my free block, and I don't know if I get an attack of opportunity with my main hand. Monsters do not provoke attack. attacks of opportunity, okay. and I know it's weird right. because if they make unarmed attacks, they don't. It's it's just the way. It's the fine. Game it's goes. fine. It's fine. Yeah. I uh, I make my free block then. All right. It reaches out to choke you to death with a natural twelve and five is seventeen. Do I need a fourteen or do I need a sixteen? Sixteen. Yeah. Shit, okay, hits me. Um, 17 hits. Oh, yep. the damage comes through. 2d8 as it bursts past your arms, wraps its hands around your neck, and slowly wrestles you to the ground, choking the life out of you. Archie. Strength check to be knocked down or not? Uh, You don't have to be knocked to the ground. I'm just adding okay. flavor. Okay, you know. okay. It yeah, wouldn't yeah. make a difference on any of its attacks. 
It would if he was not, if he went down. To make the, the others make the others easier to yeah, hit him. Get plus four. Yeah. <laughs> Do they go to the ground? <laughs> uh, Archie. Uh, I'm assuming at this point both of my knuckles are mm-hmm. brassed again. Mm-hmm. I will fucking punch it. <laughs> Archie criticals it unsurprisingly the loaded dice just roll damage twice alright alright that's Seven. not good first blow the first critical hit yep. come on another offhand Ooh, that is actually a hit it has 10 AC it's a hit yeah. yeah it's not critical this time but you still crunch it bone snap clothing tears it still holds onto captain john winter's neck sail i will uh i will step forward and attempt to stab with my rapier easy peasy only 10 ac hard to miss the thing choking the life out of your captain you run him through oh that is the wrong one <clears throat> that's my damage roll Better. three, three damage. is Close, but not close enough. Nilrum. Nilrum throws the dagger that he stole from the bard that he murdered. <sighs> hitting. Hitting the revenant, which crumbles one. to the ground and dies and fades and well, turns takes his to dust. And goes and it. takes his dagger. Nice shot. All right, let's keep moving. Go. Thanks. I hate these things. Why do they go for the neck every time? It's making my voice croaky. You give me a neck rub. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I guess I'll use another healing salve just in case we have to fight when we get to the boat. Can I attempt a medicine check to massage his neck? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hey, how's been the round? It's only been more rounds. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Give give us a medicine check. That's just the spot sale. Thank you. Oh, crap. I can't remember. Feels much better. Healing? Healing. Healing, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Give us a 1d3. Big money, big money, big money. This is a great mistake. Let's go. All right, I'm back up to full with my healing self. We press forward. Do you want contracts? Uh, well, it is late at night. You are many, many miles from town. At the same rate that you've been walking, it would take that creature, um, you know, like 12 hours to catch up to you. Is it safe to sleep? Sure. How far are we from the boat? No, uh, it's you know dark. what? It's he night. always Who knows? asks us these questions, Nick, and they're like, yeah. we keep yeah, going. They are. We keep we going, Neil. We keep going. Fuck you, Neil. You're <laughs> tricking us this time. You can make your way back towards the sea. Eventually, the sound of the lapping waves comes into frame. Reference. Um, you can hear the ocean getting closer, and it's not too long after that that you find yourself along the coast. Now, your ship is is up one way, or, or it's down the other way. You're not exactly sure. You might have to wait till daylight so you can see which way it is, but you've made it to the edge of the ocean. Yeah, okay, well, we wait for sunrise. Take a seat. We should have at least a few hours. You know, we've mm-hmm. got, we should have enough time to wait for sunrise before the thing catches us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see Sail. Yep. When the thing comes, can you just have your god take him? 
depth? I can attempt it. Um, I could also maybe talk to him now and find out why I burst into flames. Um, Might be worth asking, Sale. <laughs> yeah, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> that being on the table is a bit worrying. Ask him about um, this too, and I'll produce the mask and let you see it. Uh, I'll attempt to reach out and touch the mask. Um, you can touch uh, it. It does not hurt. It does not burn. It is consecrated, but it must be consecrated in a different way because this does not seem to hurt you at all. Okay. Would, a t- would a temple usually be consecrated? We've never like seen can, it before. Can he not go into a temple? A great question. Yeah. Go talk to Rohi. Oh, Nilrim does a wisdom check to see if he actually fucking said it. And he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> go talk to your god I'll uh yeah I'll walk out into the water uh and up to my knees or sorry I'll, I'll kneel down in the water and then like put my face in the water and as I'm just about to put my face in the water I'll, I'll try to summon Rohi by saying his name and then put my face under the water mm. oh shit Cool salt water is quite refreshing on your face. Traveling through the hot, blistering dust that's like alkaline and this sort of washes it away and refreshing. It's gentle. You call to Rohi, whatever that thing may be. And there's no immediate response. There's no thing that appears before you there's something you would like to say? Um, I will ask why why are you uh, or how do I phrase it? How do I say like why, do, why, why does Varasi hate me? Or why does Varasi hate me? And what is this mask? I assume that the consecration was a Varasi consecration, so that's the question I'm asking. Hmm. Give me a wisdom check. Try and reach out. Yep, yep, yep. Wisdom willpower. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Nice roll. There's this, like, distant sort of hum that sort of vibrates out of the sea. Uh, and it sounds to you sort of like it's a, it's a which becomes more of a me. A me? There's a distant mm that, that becomes a me. That's mm-hmm. the what I hear. It's kind of like a, a like a when there's a single vibration, like a single chord that's been played, and there's that hum like to a thrum. it. Yeah, and then the tone of it slightly changes from a me. Ah, uh, I'll try to like shout or talk underwater. Um, he hates. Varasi hates you. And with that, the 
humming, thrumming sound fades. Uh, okay, I'll stand back up with the mask in my hand and walk back to the party. And I'll say, uh, he didn't give me any answers. Mm. I don't understand why why anything happened or what this is. Reach out to Verasi then. <laughs> He's probably best not to mess with that. I think, uh, I think that's maybe not the best idea. I've heard that uh, calling thing, <laughs> calling out to gods uh, randomly can be can go not so great. Oh, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Perhaps you should just stay away from the temple, so. I don't know. Perhaps I should break the consecration and put my own in place. Desecration. Mm. The sun has come up, and you can see far to the north is your ship. Air beached on the sand, its single sail rising up, or its single mast rising up high in the sky, giving you a, a point of reference. Perfect. You make your way. There it is. Yeah. In the Sorry. direction of the ship. When you see another ship entering the passageway, just sort of behind sail here. Were we able in... to get a rest there or no? Yes, you did get a night of rest. Thank you. Oh, That's huge. cool. Um, if you want to memorize spells, you will just have, you know, it's an hour later or whatever, however long it takes yeah, you to memorize it'll, things. It'll be. Yeah, because you got to rememorize at least a third level spell. That's a half hour plus two first level spells, another 20 minutes. So, four first level spells. Ooh, yeah. Um, I like messed up my character sheet and now it's tiny and I can't open it. Ooh. Uh, double click it. That should. You know. It's like just moving around the screen when I click oh, it. I'm sorry. Good old F5 will fix you. Oh, there we go. Got it. So we you see this ship still, right? You see another ship, yeah. It's a, a cargo ship with a single mast. And it's coming down this straight right here. And then I sort of... Just our... I would say just a... our luck, Captain. Comes what do you mean? Stop. Right by your Should ship. We, uh, how many does this ship look like? It's got a crew of what? How many people? Well, it's a cargo ship. You know, usually a merchant's cargo ship only has a half dozen people on it. If you're trying to keep costs down, if you have precious goods or you know things that you need a lot of extra workforce for, or you really need to put some people on some oars, you could easily double or triple that. But usually, cargo ships run with like a, a small crew to save money. All right. Um, are we stood by our ship right now? No, you're on your way towards your ship. You okay, to and this sunrise, ship is... Then... Well, it comes to a stop and drops anchor right next to yours. Okay. And a small boat gets lowered. We're going to start heading over. Oh, yeah, you guys are on yeah. your way. Totally. Um, and does, do, uh, does any of you guys have a spyglass with you? Or is that on yes, your ship? Yes, I do. I do, but it's my lens. the lens is cracked. Oh. oh, unfortunate. Wait, no, did I get that Wait, no, fixed? You got, it, you got it fixed. You got a new... Yeah, I got it, I got it fixed. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Then you can look through it, and you can see this is indeed a cargo ship. Um, it is not flying the flags of the White Prince, but you do see infantrymen, White Prince's infantrymen, followed by a cleric, 
hopping down oh, and shit. off the ship and rowing to shore, putting ashore, and then the boat goes back and picks up some more soldiers who row wait, to wait, shore. Wait, 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 but we've got time to react, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're maybe a, um, a mile off or so. So you got lots oh, of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we need to get over there. Yeah, we need to get over there now. Mm-hmm. You can see that there are maybe 10 people put ashore, including a cleric, ballparky. Well, we got to be ready to fight here. Yeah, I'll lightning bolt them. Let's hail them so we can get them in. To get closer. Closer. We wave. the shore. Um, they see you coming. You see them there. The They're boat. not on our ship, right? Uh, by the time you get there, some of them are crawling physically on your ship. Uh, looking around it, searching it. You all are coming from the south side, actually, over here. And they see you coming. They form up a little bit. They'll, they'll do something like... They'll um, do something like this, and there will be four people on the ship, and then, you know, four people on the ground, and the cleric behind those four people. The skiff is unfortunately between your groups. You don't have to be this close. You can be further if you want, but this is just the size of the map. Um, okay, well, I take all the step forward and shout out to them. Hey, now! That's a bit rude, isn't it? One of the soldiers steps forward. In the name of the White Prince, what are you doing here? This island is forbidden. No one told us. Why don't you step away from our ship? And we don't have to have any trouble here. Lay down we your arms before you approach. I won't negotiate with you. I'll talk to your leader. Um, I'll whisper to the captain. So, uh, when do you want me to lightning? Don't hit the ship, Norm. The cleric steps forward a little bit. Do as the man Except says. There's no need for violence here. You wouldn't dare stand against the White Prince. Come now. We can do this peaceably. Lay down your I arms and tell me why you've come here. I live to stand against the White Prince and I turn on dead. <laughs> Everyone in front of me. All right, I mean... You begin a chant. No one really knows what this chant means or does. No one's seen it before. None of these people, at least. You you know what's going on. Specifically, I want to target the cleric. I want him to be pulled. I, although that might be tough. Yeah. Um, it'll depend on the significance of your d20 roll. I, um, once I hear that, I, I shout out and say, uh... We're merchants from across the seas. We're not native to these lands. I don't know your strange rules. I won't be giving up my arms while you brandish yours against me. So he's chanting, could be anyone. Right? Yeah, he's chanting, okay. but I the cleric very clearly start my heard. Spell. You start your spell. The cleric yeah. very clearly heard the I live to stand against the white prince and Absolutely. their jaw just like drops to the ground. Surprised. No, no, what? How how dare you speak thusly about his holiness? Guards, seize them. Use force if necessary. And I think that is when... I actually think the lightning bolt is going to go off first because the chanting is a full round action. It'll go off at 11. Um, I still... I don't 100% know mm -hmm. the exact way to like position the lightning bolt. I'm going to try and hit these people on this ship. Or well, wait, it comes do they have, from do they have you. bows or do they have spears? Uh, they will have bows and spears. 
Okay, but if it, it comes from me, yeah. Straight am I line able to like? You. So I can hit like these two. Yeah. It, it's not that. like chain lightning, right? Right. No. Okay. Well then. You can do forty feet long and ten yeah. foot wide, or eighty feet long and five foot wide. But it has to be a line from you. But it can start at any point within range. Oh, so I could start it over here and then. No, no, it's, it still has, it still has to be a line within you. But like you could, you could like say, start yeah. it here and do eighty feet from that yeah, point. Yeah, you could do it from this point forward. And but then always... I would get ten feet wide as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you could easily hit those two people. Um, Maybe this guy. You could, you know, get like these two people if you want to hit your own ship, something like that. No. Well, you could get the cleric and his mate here. Yeah, I'm gonna get the cleric and his. You can get one that of seems these. to be the best way. Yeah, I'm gonna do one of these. If, what All if right. I did one of these? Ten feet, so we could hit him. Yeah, you could easily you could hit the two of them. You couldn't. Maybe I don't think you could hit one. all three. Um, no, it's about fourteen oh, feet okay. across. No. Right. I'll hit the two of them. So here's the five d six. Mm-hmm. The all lightning bolt rips through the air. Copper. Um, taste the, the taste of copper lands on all of your tongues. Static pulls the hair up straight on your backs. And the cleric will get a saving throw versus spell and fails. And the guardian will get a saving throw versus spell and fails. And you rip them both for 16 points of damage, instantly putting down the guard as he's burned. The cleric suffers huge damage. Whoa. Nilrum will call out and say, lay down your arms. I have more where that comes from. It's one of my weakest spells. I point to the ship. You do not need to die today. Well, you're outmatched, cleric. As you're calling this out, as John gives his taunts, sail. Roll me the d20. Or turn Big on rolls here, boys. Not 20, okay? Here we go. Here we go. Big rolls. Okay. I do Not believe terrible. there is a two six accompanying. Should have let me roll it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Do I probably. I think it depends. It's a one d six, I think, and it becomes a two d six, or it could be two d six forty six. I don't remember. If they're already turnable. Or if they're death. Successful turn or dispel affects 2d6. There it is, yep. And then you are level 5, and you rolled a 9. Yes. You can affect up to 4 hit die creature. Um, and then Maybe you th affect 7 of these things. Maybe the guys on our ship as well would get tracked under. I don't know how big the radius is. Yeah, I don't know how. I would, I would target it to basically do maximum damage while also potentially catching the cler the cleric. So like maybe if I target it like here. I mean, if you hit seven, I feel like you can get the four guys on the ship, and then these two guys, pro probably not the cleric, because he's got more than four hit die. Mm. Um, as these words happen, dark tentacles reach from the water. This so man badass. is quickly dragged, screaming into the sea. <laughs> this one, too, pulled to the ground. One off the side of the ship, another off the other side. Uh, these four are dragged, no problem. You get up to seven, 
One, two, three. Gotta do the full radius here. Yeah. And this one will get dragged off the ship as well because the tentacles come from sort of like this zone, except for one that wraps around the other side and back over here. And so one, two, three, four, five people are instantly dragged into the ocean, drowned in the depths and gone for all time. And with that, we should roll initiative. Remaining people, horrified and terrified as they are, don't know what to do. Stand oh, face Archie B. Alder. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the starter. That's yeah. getting fucked. So if I wanted to make a check, if I wanted to do an action to run at that cleric, strength check him and drag him into the water, screaming the name Rohi. <laughs> what what, what <laughs> initiative do I roll? Three. Three. Do they look like they're giving up? No, not yet. Okay. Um, they're, they're definitely shocked and surprised by these things. They don't need that... to roll um, a oh, the first round of combat. Okay. The... Yeah, yeah. You, Maybe you, you are that heretics. My armor's all right. Um, I, no. I haven't yet, no. Yeah, okay. I, I would have in the morning, but I don't know if we want to do that because I didn't call it out. Yeah, yeah I, think okay. I think it was too grateful of a morning, and now here we are. Absolutely. Okay. The people on the ship, those... Uh, did everyone roll one, two, three, four? Should be three on the ship, yeah. And our players all... Perfect. The first person on the ship will whip out their bow and turn it on Nilrum, the source of the lightning bolt and possibly the source of these weird tentacly thingies. I don't know. We'll are they out. only fifty? Are they only sixty feet away? This ship's a little bit further out. It just, you know, the map is only so big. Um, oh, how much further out are they? Just out of interest. Uh, I think they are a total of sixty feet from shoreline. That would put okay. sixty feet plus a few more. That's still short bow range. Yeah. Give me. Two. They do this, and I don't think they have. Yeah. So first bow shot is a natural 20. It's a hit, probably a crit. I have 14 AC. Yeah. It'll do six points of damage as they put an arrow in you, which I think cancels any spell you were about to cast. Uh, are we not yeah. doing con checks? Pretty sure we're doing con checks. I don't remember. We are for toss. I don't think we are. I don't think we are. I think okay, it's fine. just straight interruption. It's just, okay, yeah. cool. Captain Winters. All right, seeing them shoot Nilrim, I turn away from this guard that I was going to chase, and I sheath my rapier and my dagger, and I start sprinting into the sea. I want to dive into the water and start swimming to their ship. Okay. Um, we said it's about 60 feet offshore, so I think you yeah. can dive into the water and get to the base of the ship in this round with your all your yeah, ship okay. sheaths. Uh, you still got so your boots I'm and everything gonna... on, so it'll be a little slower than normal, but yeah. you'll get there. I want to hold on to their ship, and I'm going to, like, hold myself under the water, so if they, like, turn their bows on me, they're going to be mm -hmm. ineffective, because I'm under the water. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And then on my next turn, I'll climb up. Yep. Uh, the next guy on the ship also aims a bow shot towards towards our dear beloved wizard. With a... Flashes short in the water. Uh, first guard in melee will huff and puff and run his way towards, you know, he's probably coming 
over here, I but I, I'm assuming that Archie. What, what is your plan, Archie? You're gonna, you're going to melee, right? Yeah, I'm gonna run up and punch someone in the face. That's yeah. my plan. So while this guy's coming towards you, I'm sure you would meet him part way. You could avoid him if you mm-hmm. wanted to run past him and let him run towards Nilrum, because he's headed towards nah. Nilrum, or you can indirect, intercept him. Gotta protect the crew, baby. All right. So he will come over here and square off with you and stab with a miss. Uh, the next guy will I hop off the, the boat side. and go quickly stand next to the cleric in a defensive position to guard any of these other similar nasties sail at the same time yes uh, so are there circumstances in which I could like change the action I declared like if I see the situation change um, if it's only if it's broadly in the same sense like if you're making if you want to engage in melee combat you can sort of change targets um, you are going to grab the guy and throw him into the water. So that's sort of melee, and now that there's someone kind of in the way, you could draw your weapon and attack with it instead? Yeah, or... that's what I would do instead. Yeah. But I would be, I would like, I would try to shimmy around this guard and get an attempt on the cleric himself. Right, and this guy here is doing the, the same thing that Archie's doing. He's trying to like put himself between you and the cleric, so you have to fight him first. All right, sure. I'll make an attack on him. Yeah. Uh, not good today. Ilrum. Spill, uh, fizzles. I'm gonna move. I should mm-hmm. have movement, right? Yep. Um, so I'm gonna move as far over here as... I want to get them into medium or long, you know? However... Mm-hmm. That seems about right. Yeah, you can move feet. pretty far. Uh, let's see. Range on a short 90. bow... With arrows, it's 50 yards, 150 feet, so you'd have to be 90 feet off of the shore, um, and you can do that much distance in a single round. That's fine. Cool. Yeah, perfect. You're at medium range now. Archie, this guy is closed with you. He took a stab at you, which you gracefully dodged. I fucking punch him in the face. Okay. <laughs> uh, it is so. Or atrocious damage and another one <laughs> punch his hat off oh yeah. there we go <laughs> why don't you even bother <laughs> uh, one of the boatmen on the boat is going to aim a shot towards he's going to try and shoot at Nilrum because he doesn't want to accidentally hit one of his own guys in melee because you know he's a good guy clerics of a fighters of a stare wouldn't ever want to hit their friends so this is at minus two for range which is a nine, Mrs. Nilrum. And the next one is going to hop off and come over here and team up with his buddy to fight Sail. Oh, there it goes. Dab. Uh, it's a terrible miss. And the cleric who was casting a hold person spell, which can affect 1d4 creatures within, I think, a 40-foot cube or something? Uh, 20-foot cube, yeah. And his 20-foot cube is not big enough. He can target one person. So he targets Archie. 
Make me a saving throw versus spell, Archie. It's on the combat tab, left side, yellow box. Question, he really wouldn't target the one who, the other cleric who casted the tentacles? He would target the guy who just stood there? Because I can't imagine that, but it's your fault. Yeah, well, Archie just beat the shit out of a guy with two blows and basically bucked him up, and this guy's got two soldiers on him. Of the round, no? Uh, no, you can choose it at the end. You can choose it when you cast it, yeah. He's definitely going for Archie. <gasps> Who is overcome with paralysis. You feel your body slow oh, no. down and stop. The party's secret weapon comes to a hold. <laughs> no. Archie Kelly. Oh, fucks. I hope I have re- removed paralysis someday. Oh, I do. Third level spell. Jesus Christ. Um, and then Bowman will take second shots. I think they all fired at Nilrum, so they're keeping their same target. Uh, all of these are at minus two. One, two, three. Oh, none of them even get close to you, Nilrum. Thank you. And we go to second round initiative. Archie, you are held for effectively the whole combat, like 10 rounds. Yeah, you're done. You're fucked. All right. Good luck. Thanks, mate. Can I still speak? No. Nope. Nope. You are utterly wrecked. All right. All right. Uh, these guys will. This. And our cleric will cast. That. They won't. Poibu. Fuck. You just barely go before them. Nice. Uh, Nilrum, you're first. 34 plus 3 to the cleric. 12 damage. Boom, nice roll. Brings down the cleric instantly. Cleric dies right before they can heal themselves. Nilrum calls out, throw down your arms, or the next one will not be as nice. Cleric down. <laughs> this person here, fighting Sail, goes, Oh my god, is that the Crimson Fists? And uh, <laughs> takes a step back. Yeah. Sail, it's uh, your turn. You see them backing away from you slowly. That's an opportunity attack. Uh, you know, they, uh, they haven't left the threatening range, but they're doing okay. the like, I, I want to be less threatening to you, buddy. Less threatening. If you know we're the Crimson Fist, then you know we don't kill people who surrender. That's true. <laughs> These two people immediately drop their weapons. They fall I'll to the take ground. Their away. Okay. Uh, the people on the boat can't really hear the conversation so much, but you can, you know, kick their weapons away and they'll put up their hands and surrender. It's clear what's happening, but they don't know why. Um, Captain John Winters? You're saying it's clear to me from here that I can no, see you, that that's right. You were underwater, right? You said you yeah. said okay. specifically yeah, yeah, yourself. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I uh, I climb up. I'm right next to this guy. Do mm-hmm. I see him? I'm looking up at him as I'm climbing. Do I see him reacting to me, or is he not aware of me? Um, I think as you get to the top, you can see that he's got an arrow knocked, but it's sort of like his head is cocked to the side and his arms aren't well, I guess it's fully stretched, so you can hold the position, but it's uh, 
there's definitely like a curiosity. You can hear the, the voices as you're scaling saying, what, what do we do? What do we do? Okay. Um, I don't see the surrendering, so I'm not going to metagame it. I to go with my plan. I'm going to try and like swipe at his leg, pull him off balance, and then like basically throw him off the ship into the water and climb on myself. Yeah, you pull out the dagger, you can stab him in the leg and pull him down. Yeah, something like that. Well, Great. I mean, I was going to just pull him, but I suppose I can stab him in the leg as well. Oh, would you, don't let me tell you how to play the game. Yeah, I just want to like... Scrap the thinking ankle. He's, grab the ankle, pull him out, pull his legs out from under him so he Great. falls. Yeah. And then as he's falling, I'll just drag him off the edge and climb up. Give me an attack roll. I'll give you a plus two. You're down there, you're like in an awkward position and you're climbing, but you're really close to his leg and he's not quite aware of you. I think you get a mild bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. Oh, shit. Eight. Yeah. You make some. You make a grab for him and, like, grab the sandals, and you can't quite get a grip, and they realize what's happening and take a, a step to the side. Okay, okay. I climb up anyway. Mm-hmm. You're I, up on I, top I cast a glance over my shoulder. I see everyone surrendering. All right. Day is lost, my friends. Get your filthy feet off my ship right now. Uh, ooh, yeah. That is a 17 on the morale check, which is bad. You want low. You want to pass your morale checks. So the people here drop their bows and put their hands up. You can see that their um, quiver is still at their sides, but they're done. They step back. I said, get off the ship. It's mine now. <laughs> no, I can't captain. swim. We need them to row. <laughs> they can't swim. All right, fine. I grab the I grab their spears and throw them into the and their bows, throw them into the water. Right. And uh, I'll tie them up. Nilrim Coming will out. see them throwing the spears and the bows, and he's going to go gather them because we're supposed to be collecting these to bring them to the uh, people on the other island. So Nilrim yeah, sure, we can we can get go get them. Yeah. He'll go capture yeah. everything. As you're doing this, um, someone comes out from below decks. It looks to be some sort of. Um, merchanty looking woman with like a silken vest uh, who steps out and looks at you goes, who the hell are you and what are you doing on my ship? Ha, just when I thought this day couldn't get any better I'd say my hat off a little bit and give her a nod uh, Name's John Winters, who are you? And I'm a Jora and this is my ship Who are you? Not, any, not anymore, it's not I'm Captain John Winters Infamous pirates are on these parts, and I'm here to commandeer your ship and slay your cleric. Not my cleric? He commandeered my ship earlier today. Twice in one yeah. day? Really? <laughs> but she you well, know, dutifully puts her hands in the air, and you can see that there is a, a saber at her side. Yeah, yeah, I'll go up to her, and um, I know it's a bit creepy, and I'm not like this in real life, but I, uh, I'll go and I go up close to her to like uh, kiss her on the cheek, and I'm going like, to pull her saber out of a sheath and like throw it into the water mm -hmm. it it slides across the deck and splashes <laughs> into the water you can hear nilrum cursing you from below he yells I'm captain assuming. and he goes and grabs that one too <laughs> all right go and sit over there next to them and i go and tie her up as well mm -hmm. did we, we give can... her a heartless roll yeah can we get a heartless yeah, roll no, this is important i'm assuming that she's hot one of the most hot oh uh, that's all right i'll take it it's fine like 
Every point of hotness adds like 100 GP to the ransom. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'll give you that. Since yeah. Nick has to go soon. It's yeah. the perfect ending spot. Are we, um, yeah. What's on the ship? Uh, well, this is Ajora's cargo ship. Um, right now, it doesn't have any goods on it. It had just unloaded things, and it was commandeered by this cleric because they had heard reports of a ship beached on this island where no ship is supposed to be. So the cleric took, ten, I think, 12, 16, I can't remember the number, of his best men, hopped aboard this ship, said, you have to take us there. It's your duty to Lord Astaire God that we're going to do this. And um, so the ship is pretty much in, like, ready to sail, but has no gear on it. Free ship. And it has a few passengers, not passengers, um, crew, but not a lot. Just enough to operate the sails, and then these these here um, soldiers who helps row a little bit, just to give it a little bit of extra propulsion, but they're not, you know, dedicated rowers. And now we have the party in a weird spot. You've got your ship... Mm. You've got this other ship, and you can't sail. This is the easiest them. thing in the world. No. We can put one in a bottle, though. We're gonna put our ship in a bottle. Bring this yeah. back. True. Well then, it sounds like the party has acquired a cargo ship. Good times. And yeah. hostages. There is a Jora. There are these five living soldiers. And there is Ajora's men. And can we loot the cleric? Does he have at least his holy symbol? Yes, you can loot the cleric as well. Uh, and these soldiers. They will have... Um, the cleric is going to have 50 gold on them. And then the soldiers will have a total of... Did we have Just to add, add this to the list of the other stuff, yeah. Yeah. Would the... Go ahead. Would the cleric have some kind of like order from the white prince on him of his mission or some official documentation like i am on this thing i feel like uh, he would have that in the bureaucracy you know uh, in this situation this is more of like a recon mission uh, okay. they've been the cleric as, as jora will happily tell you what's going on here because she's got no skin in this game she's just a merchant right she's doing her own shit she's already pissed that the white prince's men uh this cleric over here have, have occupied her ship she tells you that they heard something, and they're coming to check it out and see what's going on. She's got That's no business. She doesn't care about you. You guys can go free. It's no official mission. Just just he thought he would check this out, and here I am. So that seems very unlike Astaire, though. From what we know, they're huge into bureaucracy. This seems like it probably needed to go through some channels. But uh, she gives can you, you give a me strong... the rundown? Yeah. Can you give me the rundown? 15 spears, 15 shields, 7 bows. Sound about right or no? Uh, it is going to be 12 spears, um, 12 shields, uh, 6 bows, and maybe... Any chainmail? Um, no chainmail. No, no, no. It's too hot here for chainmail most of the time. Each of Any them leather? brought with them 20 arrows. They've got uh, padded doublets or like um, the, the same sort of padded vests that these soldiers have been wearing. Um, it's very distinctly like stair armor for our stair That's guards. Useful. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm taking those as well. Um, and then they all had 20 arrows each? each uh, of the six the bowmen had 20 arrows. Okay. And then they, they lost 
six in the archery. So. 73 arrows. Six times 20 oh. minus three is, uh, yeah, 117 arrows. Uh, and then for loot, I'm going to give you some numbers here. Someone write this down. Hey, writing it down. Um, it. Okay. I'll put it on the party sheet. Yep. Uh, 50 gold coins. Okay. Um, 50 gold coins. 300 silver coins. Uh, 37,823 plus 300. Okay. Uh, and then from the tomb, we're going to get another... You can just write that down as, you know, pounds rather than coins if you want. Uh, some of it's like... in jewelry and some of it is in coinage, though. Gonna be the yeah. okay. Chip apart. Um, I'll just add a line for gold jewelry and silver jewelry. Okay. Hey, stop messing Sorry. with the. I didn't see what you There's another three thousand two hundred and fifty silver coins. How much? Three thousand two hundred fifty. Uh, another 500 gold. Wait, wait, Neil, sorry. 41373. Three. How much gold? 500. I just okay. said. Thank you. Uh, and then there is five pounds of gold jewelry. Yep. And 20 pounds of silver jewelry. Yep. And 10 pounds of cheap jewelry. Yep. And there we go. Oh, and that right. is without having looted the cargo ship, because maybe you're going to give it to her and let her go. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. All right. Good times. Yeah. It's good to be back. We will yeah, be back yeah, yeah. next week. Yes. Are we, uh, playing on the 20, are we playing on the 14th and the 21st? I can do the 14th, fine by but me. not the 21st or the 20th. 21st, no. no okay, but the 14th do... is good. I can do the 14th. Yep. Great. Cool. Um, Great. We'll do the questions tomorrow since we have to get out of here. Um, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Tides of Death. Help us We're out. Like pretty close to having the full campaign covered, right? We are. Yeah, yeah. thank you like so much for everyone who supported us. Huge shout out. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Cool. That'll right. be it this week. That's it for us. We will catch you all next week at our regularly scheduled time. Good night. Bye-bye. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Bye.